Welcome to Talking Heads, everyone. Episode 148, your once-weekly live show for the latest in beer and tech news. I'm Jeff. I'm John. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this Wednesday night or listening us to us listening to us in podcast form over on Anchor FM or wherever your fine podcasts are found. If you've never seen the show before, we talk beer, we talk tech, we talk pop culture, games, entertainment, usually Star Trek. Uh, we do drink alcohol in the show. However, this is a family-friendly show in both language and content. All Super Chats are read on the air, so long as they meet those family-friendly guidelines. Uh... If you want to join the super secret chat, join the Patreon. Link is down in the video description below. You'll get exclusive access to the Discord server where you can chat with myself and all the other hosts from Talking Heads and join our super cool after party every Wednesday night after Talking Heads. Yes, sir. And if you're drinking along with us, alcoholic or not, let us know in the chat and we'll give some early show shout outs here. Getting better at that. It's only taken 148 yeah, I, episodes. I was going to say like... It was pretty smooth, but last week's was like, it last really week's felt was like you were money. It was money. I was like, if you could just somehow take that sip and hit, all right, go. Every time right. it just plays, it's perfect. Uh, Jeff is te still technically not late as he set the stream time for 8.05. So we are actually right on time. Perfect. See, I don't <laughs> disappoint the fans. That's right. <laughs> oh, welcome to the show, everyone. So glad you could join us. Uh, let's see. Uh, early shout out to uh, Fencheck, who is drinking a Sam Adams Utopia. What? Where was that? <laughs> early, what? early in the chat, like like the second or third uh, thing I, in the chat I today. Want, I want, I want proof. Yeah. I want proof of that. Well, he's in the Discord now. So Fencheck, I, I want a picture of that bottle on I the Discord now. Of, yeah. I don't believe you. <laughs> I said, dang, all I have is a $10 lager tonight. Oh, I have, a, well, I have not a $10 lager, but I have a 10.2% ale. Oh. So it's been one of those days. It's pretty much the same <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, go I'm going with uh, the most expensive lager I've ever bought. It's a $10 lager, uh, which is probably $8.50 more than I've ever paid for a lager before. Um, yeah. And uh, then I was going back and forth. Do I want to drink two beers or do I want to drink like a heavy beer, like open an Avery or a barley wine? Or yeah, something, <laughs> something big. Like that, something I'll big. Sip on. We'll see how the show goes. <laughs> uh, Novella Hub's got a great notion, Juice Jr. Yeah, I saw that. Excellent. Uh, I think he got that on Tavor. Nice. Yeah, uh, so. Starbuck Tech, Hazy Little Thing IPA. Uh, Glenfiddich 14 for Andrew. Excellent. Did you get the uh, the Bourbon Reserve Glenfiddich 14? Because that's what I've got on my shelf right now. All right. Lagunitas Daytime IPA. All right. Pretty good lineup tonight. John, what are you drinking? Yeah. I will be drinking uh, one of my newer favorite breweries. It is Nightmare Breweries. Um, they do some pretty interesting uh, can art. Mancurda. Uh, usually they do some pretty horrific medieval, very graphic can art. Did and Deadpool they, they draw did that like, one? Uh, kind of, yeah. It looks like the inspirational drawing 
<laughs> it looks like the sticky notes in the, in the credit sequence for Deadpool. Yeah. So, but it is a double uh, pale ale with Galaxy Comet and Polaris hops. Ten point two percent. I don't know that I've ever had Polaris hops. I don't know if I ever had Polaris. Almost, it's uh, Nightmare is very similar to me with Anchorage. I don't even look at what style it is. I just buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Actually, I didn't even look at what percentage it was. I just bought it. And I bought <laughs> two of them. And I was like, whoa, this is a 10% plus beer. That's a yeah. big boy. <laughs> and sorry, when John's full screen tonight, I can't get rid of his little uh, thing on the side there. So you get you get double vision of John when he's on full. Oh, hey. Yeah. yeah. Double the pleasure. Double right. the fun. Double the hops and brews time. Uh, <laughs> You're trying to get rid of it, aren't you? I am. I'm <laughs> fighting with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, John, how do you like the new camera tonight? Because I'm actually feeding him my my OBS stream instead of a webcam tonight. Oh, you are? Yeah. So when I go to the webpage, oh. you'll actually be able to see what I'm showing people. Hey. Yeah, look nice. at that. All right. Uh, as I mentioned, I am drinking a $10 lager, and it says lager nice and big on it. This is from uh, Ale Apocryphy. Uh, this is a wild ale brewed with honey and aged in oak barrels, 6.5%. Um, oh, I will guarantee you that's not going to taste like any lager you are used to. And that's why I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm not one who goes out and buys loggers. And John and I have talked about this a couple of times because when you go and look at like a craft logger and they're selling them for six, seven, eight dollars for a pint. And then you look next to it and you're like, well, that's a dragon's milk. <laughs> like yeah. I can get a 12, 13% pretty good stout for pretty much the same money. Why am I going to buy a 6% that tastes like almost every other logger I've ever had? Yeah, not even that. It's probably like four and a half percent. And, and I'm they're sure like, they're Whoa. good, but but yeah, you know. Right. I mean, okay, <laughs> it's the principle of the thing. It's the principle. I I I will be one and done with that dragon's milk. Yeah, I'm gonna probably have to drink three of these. Right, and I mean, it's a heavy hitting yeah. lager at six point five, but yeah, but in comparison to like yeah, now you now see mine ten point two percent. I only paid four ninety five for this. Yeah. So that's, that's amazing for that. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess since this is the first glass that's just in front of me, I'm pretty sure it's dirty. Whatever. I don't. Care. Wouldn't be the first time I've used a dirty glass on the show. Shh. This is how I cheat. By using a bigger glass. Yeah. <laughs> See, mine is uh, one point nine or one point or one pint point nine ounce. So I'm not going to fit the whole thing in here. Ooh, that smells really good. This is definitely a wild fermentation ale. Yes, it's, uh, uh, ale it's all of that. Is, is known. Yeah, is known for their sours. Yep. Now a lager is just that it's it's bottom ferment or yeah bottom fermented yeast which and cold so it right. doesn't necessarily mean it's a lager you know the Budweiser right. lagers right yeah <laughs> Jeff wins the untapped game tonight 
Oh, and Fenchik says he uh, he did post his uh, Utopia pick. So I'm going to open wow. that up right now because I want to yeah, see. Yeah, I don't believe it. Where'd you go, John? Ah, what Wait, the heck? Me? What happened? What did I do? I, I went don't to know. Go I opened Discord in a different window and it took over the... John? There what? he goes. Yeah, there you are. I okay. didn't do anything. Okay, so was it, uh, was it you? Yeah. So since we're, uh, so Zoom crapped out on us tonight. Zoom was having some issues and was saying I was running two meetings at once. And so John would join the meeting and it says, "Oh, Craft is opening a meeting up." And then I would join the meeting and it says, "You already have a meeting going on." It's like, no, it's my account. John's in my meeting using my link. Yes. And so we had to switch over to Discord at the last minute. Uh, but I tried to open Discord in another window so I could read or see the the picture. And it took over the video chat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't see any utopia. Uh, although I only looked in the talking heads and 10 forward. So I'm not seeing it. Uh, it might be just under craft computing. Under yeah. The main page. Jump to present. Uh, I see a Nintendo. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. we'll follow uh, up later. All right, we'll find yeah. Tell us what what channel you put it on. Oh wait, now I and now I can't see you. That's weird. I mean, who needs to see you? But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear you. Huh. Well, whatever. As long as everyone can see me. Yep. All right. Uh, let's get into our top story tonight, which is. I don't know. Did anyone announce anything this week? Stone got a new CEO. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, the old Lagunitas Brewmaster, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There you go. That's the beer news, guys. There See you guys. go. <laughs> <laughs> Time stamped it right now. All right. Now tech news. <laughs> tech news. That's the fastest we've ever been out of beer news, and we're still 15 minutes into it. Uh, anyway, NVIDIA, obviously the big story of the week. Uh, announcing the RTX 3000 series of graphics cards yesterday morning. Um, and what an announcement it was live from Jensen's Kitchen. Yeah. And, uh, I, th I thought when they did the, uh, the Ampere reveal for the Enterprise cards, because he, he uh, introduced some Tesla Ampere-based cards earlier this year, and he was in his kitchen and whatnot, and he pulled them out of the oven, like, oh, I really can't wait. Oh, these smell good and whatnot. And he set them down on the counter. It's like, okay, so they used the kitchen, you know, joke. Cool. Yeah. What what's it gonna be next? Literally from his kitchen again. <laughs> and he they like reused all the same jokes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I mean I mean back then it was, you know, we were stricken to our houses. And yeah. and then that's what the whole joke was. It's like, oh okay, he, he's doing because everyone was doing like a lot of baking back then. Yeah. And um yeah, now it's right. like the, the joke uh, was, you know, you you can make sourdough. Well, I made an ampure GPU, right? So yeah. Yeah, I mean it was fine though. I, yeah. I was, I had no problem really with it. He, I didn't actually. I don't think he pulled anything out of the oven though. He was just standing in his kitchen, wasn't he? Uh, no, he pulled the thirty ninety out of the oven. Oh, okay. Yeah. I must have skipped that part. But Boy. yeah, how's how's your beer? That is good. Good. That is Sour? really good. Um, not nearly as much as I would expect 
a wild ale to be. Um, it's definitely got that 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 tang that um, funky. real that real deep yeah. funky cheek puckering little bit, but it's not overbearing. Uh, and uh, like a, a lot of wild ales and fermentation ales and whatnot, they uh, they can just be overbearing with, oh, with yeah. that sourness. This actually has some flavor to it. Like I'm really impressed. But yeah, like fun funky ales, is, that's the thing is they have no idea what's in the yeast. Mm -hmm. it, it's because it's literally just pulling it out of the air. Um, right. Yeah. So. But no, they, they actually managed to, to pull some flavor out. I actually taste the berries and, and a little bit of that honey sweetness in there. Um, oh, I'm not getting much oak, but it's still very, very cold. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that as it warms up just a little bit, I'll get some of that barrel age note. And oh. man, that'll really round it out. Oh, yeah. So, but no, this is solid. Um, uh, let me let me let me warm it up a little <laughs> bit first. Right. It's good. Ah. It's really good. At at the moment, I'd be pretty happy if I spent seven at a tap house on it. I'm not okay. sure about ten in a bottle. <laughs> okay. And then, so. All right. Well, there we go. Our beer. Mine's good. Yep. Too. <laughs> uh, go. Anyway, obviously the the big story is the release of the 3070, the 3080, and the 3090, all with pretty much doubling up the CUDA and RT core counts of the previous generation touring graphics cards. Um, and uh, where's my hat so I can cut it up and eat it? Because <laughs> uh, I was wrong about the pricing. Um, oh, I think, yeah. Yeah, I, that's what I've... I, I remember what I was going to do today to start the show is I was going to open up the show with the hat in my mouth and I completely forgot <laughs> to grab it. You know, I was totally going to do yeah. that. And it's it's nowhere. I think it's upstairs. Dang it. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I was I was wrong about the pricing. I was wrong about um, NVIDIA upping their tiers again. Uh, in fact, the tiers pretty much stayed level with where they're at now. Uh, and, in fact, the Titan came down in price, which was shocking. I mean, the RTX Titan's a $2,000 graphics card, and the Titan has never been aimed at gamers before. It's always been, you know, for professional workloads or, you know, you need more power, but you're not, you don't need a quadro. Um, yeah. It's like, oh, so a high-end gaming card. Like, um, well, no, it's not for games, but it says GeForce on the side. Whatever. Um, but the RTX 3070, $499. Stays That's dead even. I'm... Stays dead what? even with the uh, the RTX 20... twenty seventy. Ti, um, uh, twenty seventy super. Yeah. Super. Yeah. Yeah. Stays dead even in pricing with the the twenty seventy super, um, and has reportedly the power uh, is more powerful than a twenty eighty Ti. Yeah. Um, which was a twelve hundred dollar graphics card. That is now we'll we'll get into claimed performance in a minute, but when I first read that, what I hear is up to twice the performance of of X card or up to the performance of a 2080 Ti or, or faster than a 2080 Ti. Um, usually when I hear those kinds of statements uh, from companies during announcements, it's in three benchmarks out of the 70 that they ran. Um, that we, you know, because when they this one game that does it better. <laughs> well, when they introduced 
uh, Turing, when they introduced the last generation of graphics cards, they said uh, ray tracing is up to four times faster on an RTX 2080 than it is on a GTX 1080 Ti. And it's like, no crap, you literally added hardware whose only job is to do ray tracing. Yeah. <laughs> of course <laughs> it should be faster. Um, and so, but th there's always statements like that. Like, it's four times as powerful at this one thing we made it specifically to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in this case, NVIDIA is actually kind of doubling down on the statement, though. Uh, so there was an AMA uh, or a, a Q&A posted by NVIDIA, and some NVIDIA employees responded to questions, to common questions on Reddit. Um, so I'm going to bring this up now. And uh, biggest question was, why was only 10 gigabytes of memory uh, for the, the RTX 3080? And their answer is, well, because for 4K gaming in ultra high settings, that's all you need. There's no game today that is demanding more than that. Um, and uh, they're, they're saying, and for, for 4K at 60 to 100 FPS, uh, it uses anywhere from four to six gigs. Now there's a couple outliers with that. There's Red Dead Redemption 2, but I think that maxes out at like eight and a half at 4K. So it's, it's, you're still well within the margin of error and more memory doesn't make it faster. Uh, it just gives you a bigger buffer. Uh, so um, when the slide says, here, here's the, the key point though. When the slide says the RTX 3070 is equal to or faster than the 2080 Ti, are we talking about traditional rasterization or DLSS and RT workloads? And this was the, the thing that I was very skeptical of during the presentation because they said the, the entire presentation still focused on ray traced games. And so all the benchmarks they gave were for uh, control and Call of Duty and uh, the new the new package for Fortnite and uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider and and all like the games that we've seen double, before. Yeah, they um, did the whole double with double ray tracing power. Right, basically. double the ray tracing power, and and all of a sudden they say the 3070 is as fast or faster than a 2080 Ti. And remember how I said they'll give like five benchmarks out of 70 that says yeah it's faster. Well, in those ray trace games, yeah should be because it has more RT cores, more tensor cores, faster DLSS, second generation processing, all that jazz. Um, however, NVIDIA's statement is such. Um, uh, very important if you could clear it up since no traditional rasterization benchmarks were shown, only RT and DLSS supported games. So this, whoever asked the question, noticed, just like I did, that the only games they showed benchmarked were RT enabled games. Uh, according to Justin Walker at NVIDIA, we are talking about both games that only support traditional rasterization and games that support RTX and RT DLSS. And, uh, apparently they, they did post some, some public benchmarks. Um, I mean, they're still only the RT games, but there's an NVIDIA statement saying rasterization and ray tracing both are as fast or faster in the 3070 than the 2080 Ti. So even the yeah. outside of the 12 games that support ray tracing, uh, you're still talking the same performance for $700 less, less than half the cost of a 2080 Ti. Oh yeah. This, I, this will, I still am very, very skeptical of it. Uh, but and especially with the price point, the price point and that statement, similar to you stating that, you know, it's going to be as good as a, uh, uh, 2080 like mm -hmm. uh, uh there's there's no way for one that's just going to kill the market on use or uh other stuff still in stock 
Right. Like, why would you go and do that? That will just hurt it. Now, usually it's like it's just below it. So maybe we'll lower the price of the 20, 2070 Ti. No, this is literally going to kill it. Right. Or 2090 or 80, sorry. Yeah, 2080. Um, yeah, no, this is going to absolutely tank pricing. And in fact, uh, uh, if you watch uh, Salzar Studio, uh, Greg over there, uh, he was he did a video today on the price of used graphics cards tanked overnight um, because people are starting to dump their 2070s and 2080s and in some yeah. cases 2080 Ti's for less than 500 bucks. Yeah, uh, they just they want they, well they're trying to get as much money as possible back because right now. Mm -hmm. You know, as soon as these come out, which is very soon, which is this two month. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's two and a half uh, weeks. Well, October for the, the 370. Right. So, right. So, but, the, but, but September 17th for, for the, for uh, the 3080. 380. Yeah. Right. Which is still a reasonably priced $700 card. Right. You know, 699. Uh, yeah. Now, 14, uh, fourteen ninety nine for the 930. It's still a bit expensive, but yeah, it's, it's within that. I'm a, Stay at home, trying to be a very competitive gamer. But the the twenty the twenty eighty Ti was twelve hundred bucks, yeah. and the Titan was two grand. And th and think yeah. about the the twenty eighty Ti only had eleven gigs of RAM. This has twenty four. So yeah. outside of the gaming realm, from a purely content creation video memory, there has never been a card that has been as affordable as the thirty ninety is right now. Yeah. Um, for for those people who who run very very complex premiere timelines, uh, I'm thinking of like the Epos boxes of the world and 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 such, um, who regularly run up to 11 gigabyte video memory issues uh, when when they edit in Premiere. Um, this is a card that is inside the the affordability point of most consumers and and prosumers and and entry level professionals that. You can all of a sudden get 24 gigabytes of GDDR6 memory in a card that costs less than 1500 bucks, and that yeah. is crazy. Yeah. So I, 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 I am very still skeptical. I'm still very like I. I'm just curious if we're gonna get these cards, and then within a week or two of people benchmarking them, issues will be flying off the shelf. Yeah. You know, like this is no, this statement's wrong. Technically, it only works with this. Ah, you got to do this, and, and it doesn't like this program. You know, just just all those little features. It really everything. Everything sounds. These are these are wish dot com prices. Literally, <laughs> wish dot com prices. And so they're just too good Crowd to sponsor be sponsor of the L.A. Lakers. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. Although I, I, then I'm just like, I want a thirty seventy. You know, I can afford that. Right. That's on the, that's on the hops and brews budget list. Yeah. <laughs> um, my my editing workstation is is a uh, my Threadripper twenty nine fifty X and a twenty eighty, and I have it hooked up to a four K monitor. And huh. the twenty eighty does okay with some games, but not all of them at four K. Um, I'm actually. I really want a 3090. Uh, it has been a long time since I've treated myself to a top flight graphics card. Um, yeah. So I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you I'll give you 300 bucks for here, old one, because <laughs> I know the uh, price is there. No, I think that'll go in this workstation because this one has a 2060 okay. in it right now. Oh, I don't want that one. Yeah, no, no one wants that one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I'm still curious. Uh, so one of the other things was the the cooling. I was still because we were talking about the cooling fan aspects of this, and I they were aw- yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. And, and well, they were they were stating that uh, I think it was like forty percent increase in cooling, and I didn't right. understand. And I didn't understand how that was uh, going to be achieved. Now, they didn't release a whole lot of specs on that. They were just like, oh, the heat's going to dissipate through here and get sucked out through there, and it's going to work. And this is just a weird design because these designs were leaked a while ago, and we talked about it, I yes. think, like six months ago, right? Uh, not quite that long. It's It's been maybe two or three months. Um, uh, I thought we were still at your house. No, I, I don't think so. I oh, don't okay. think we were. Um, because when the designs leaked, we were talking about the possibility of the RT cores being on a coprocessor. Uh, mm. So a double-sided board, two processors on a, on a yeah. chip. Uh, we don't think that is true at this point. We think there's there's only one massive Ampere die uh, on there, that the RT cores are integrated into the core. Um, but uh, but that's when the, the specs were leaked for the coolers. Um, yeah. But... but you know, the- uh, the, the traditional cooler still looks like it's on the uh, 3070, the two fans at the bottom. It's the 380, 390 that has that weird one at the bottom, one at the top. Yeah. And to, to me, that was like came off as now you kind of have to rethink about how you're cooling your or air cooling your case now because you have to have airflow coming off the top too um, and the side and the bo- or, or slash bottom. No, uh, uh, the, uh, NVIDIA is claiming what they're claiming. And I, again, wait for independent testing. Yeah. But what they're claiming is, uh, uh, because that was also uh, mentioned in the Q&A, is, is this going to impact like inverted layouts? And yeah. like, do, I, do I have to consider the airflow? They said, as long as you have cold air entering your case from the front, the cooling fan will be efficient, will work efficiently. Mm. Um, you don't have to provide air from the bottom. All you have to do is make sure air is coming in from the front. Um, mm. So... Uh, and it, it's kind of a hybrid design where it's partially a blower, where the bottom fan pulls in and then blows out of the back of the case. And then yeah. the top fan pulls from the bottom and then goes along the top of the card and then exhausts up towards the CPU and then relies on your exhaust fan from your computer to discharge it. So it's it's kind of a half uh, blower style cooler and a half open yeah, style that, cooler. Well, that's what, that's what I was thinking. Is like, then I'm wondering if that's really specific on how you design your case. Like, Will you see a couple degrees performance if you properly treat your case a certain way mm-hmm. versus, you know, oh, I just I, I only have, uh, you know, front fans and an exhaust fan. And that's all I have. I have a hard top, mm-hmm. you know, um, will you see perhaps a couple of degrees different, three, four degrees? Um, Who knows? Uh, yeah. um, but they're they're really trumpeting the uh, the efficiency of these new coolers. However, they've yeah. done that before and they've also trumpeted how. Uh, how much more efficient and how much quieter they are. And we've always been disappointed with new designs. Um, you know, the, the RTX Founders Edition included in that. Um, so I'm I'm skeptical until they prove me wrong because the cooler design has never been anything I've been impressed with from NVIDIA. Yeah. So, uh, I, I thought that was one of the more... Go ahead, sorry. Five, yeah, no, no problem. Uh, $5 donation uh, from Armando. Uh, from the perspective of someone who waited through the 20 series with a 1080 Ti, I almost bought a 2080 Ti Kingpin for 1600 The 390 is irresistible. And that's exactly right. People who are in the market for, you know, the, the 1080 Ti who spent $8,900 or $1,000 on, on some of the higher-end 1080 Ti's and the people who were considering a $1,200 or $1,400 or $1,500 from a board partner, uh, 2080 Ti. That $1,400 price point on the 3090 is insane. 
Yeah. Um, it's expensive for most of us. Trust me, uh, my, myself included. It, it, it that is not going to be an easy purchase to just like swing up and 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 make. But at the same time, boy, there's never been more power available. <laughs> I mean, that's like my beer budget, or do I need a new graphic card? My beer budget, or. <laughs> Don't put it in those terms. My liquor no. cabinet's already dwindling a bit. That's for my my beer term. Mm. My Tavor crate, or do I get Nvidia? Yeah. Uh, well, seeing as how we're still in the middle of a pandemic and you can't bring me beer, I'd say screw the beer crate. <laughs> oh, I'm still saving them. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, even through, yeah. Even through getting a new fridge. I've been still saving them, making sure they're. I I even have a whole box of like this is Jeff's box. Oh boy, this, this is what I'm saving. I can hardly so, wait. Oh, actually, can you can you hear my fridge? Just curious. No. Can you hear? I can. Perfect. It is. That's great. So yeah. But I'm half deaf, so. Well, I mean, well, my old one I had to turn off, so this one is nice. It's a. Uh, it's a no, little that's... bit smaller, but it's a almost a brand new machine. Like you could still buy this machine commercially nice so i'm I'm really happy with it no so. i i don't hear anything from you at all so oh, yeah no yeah and i actually have it on the lowest setting and it's colder than my fridge was nice so really happy there you go yeah oh yeah and bryant says the kingpin 2080 ti is 1900 exactly so if you were considering a top flight 2080 ti the 3090 is a no-brainer I mean, yeah now, obviously, the board partner cards are probably going to be more expensive than that because they have been over the last couple of years. Um, but you get a, a a custom custom PCB with uh, with a thirty ninety and sixteen hundred bucks, seventeen hundred bucks. That's still an insane deal for the amount of power that's purportedly in that card. Uh, yeah. Um, did you did you try did you try asking for one? Um, I have some feelers out. Um, I know I'm on, I know I'm on at least one list, uh, to, to receive, uh, day one samples. Um, oh, cool. so, uh, I'm trying to get on a couple more cause I would like to start doing some more comparison videos at launch or, or at least do some projects or maybe take a different angle than some of the other reviewers do. I get, um, I've talked about this before that, uh, there are, Right now, there's the trusted tech reviews as that you go to for the really in-depth benchmarks. There's the the Gamers Nexus and the Hardware Unboxed and uh, the the JSU Sense and the Paul and the Kyle um, of the world, and they do a fantastic job. And there, there's a handful of others in there as well. So forgive me if I'm not naming everyone, um, but uh, you go to those guys, and man, they will tell you every last thing you ever wanted to know about the cards. Um, that's never been what's jazzed me about tech. It, it's not the the nitty gritty of of the graphics cards is not really what what I'm enthusiastic about. Um, I'm enthusiastic I'm enthusiastic about using tech and what can I make the tech do for me. And yeah. so I think that's why my reviews slant a little bit differently. Um, is is I'm coming at this from purely a consumer standpoint or an enthusiast standpoint who wants to tinker with something, not necessarily a, I'm in it for the high overclocks and that frame rate, yo. That, that's, that's never been 
why I play games. It's never been why I tinker with hardware. And so at the moment for reviews like that, I'm still trying to find my niche that I can attack the reviews from a different angle that are genuine to who I am as a reviewer um, and still provide something different for the community to watch. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, always, I mean, yeah, like you said, there's just everyone, and you you, you do have to come out in a different angle. I think you mm-hmm. do a pretty good job of uh, presenting at a different angle, more of the the usability, the uniqueness. What can I do with this instead of, and then also at the same time, still showing stats too. Right. That's the other thing. You're actually giving both worlds, which is really nice. So. I'm trying to give a little bit of both. I'm trying to give it from a builder's perspective. Um, not, And again, not necessarily from the, I'm after the absolute highest frame rate and I'm going to eke every last bit of percentage points out of this to if I spent my money on this as a consumer, would I be happy? Yeah. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm about. Um, because I, I've rarely ran overclocks on a 24 seven basis. I've, I've rarely, you know, squeezed that extra bit of performance out. And mainly it's just because I come from an IT world where stability is king, not necessarily waiting 20 seconds less for a render to happen. I'd rather wait the full amount of time for a render to happen and not have it crash three times because my overclock was on the edge. That's always been my philosophy. And so um, I'm not the guy when it comes to, you know, necessarily cutting edge, um, you know, edge of edge of stability overclocking and and what it it doesn't excite me. And so that's not the information I'm going to drive for. What I'm going to drive for is uh, reliability, acoustics, because I hate loud computers. I hate hearing fans. I hate hearing coil wine. I hate hearing all these other things. The um, hum of the fans. Right. Uh, my I, office. I don't, yeah. I don't mind it during startup, but you know, yeah. Right. I give it. Oh yeah. On, on startup, you know, who doesn't want to rev their engine a couple of times? And I love hearing the graphics card fan and then, and yeah. then it shuts up and then you go into a game and that's the last you ever hear of it. Yeah. Um, but I'm not a headphones gamer either. And so I, I don't want to hear my computer fan blaring three feet from my head. Um, well, and so that's that's when, that's when you gotta turn up the music in the background. See, I yeah. guess I guess yeah. See, that's for me though. Is I love if I'm gonna be playing a game, headphones or speakers because I used to do it all before I had a kid. Uh, was you know without headphones. Um, yep. Yeah, I would I would crank it loud, and right. I want I wanted my neighbors to feel like when I was playing Call of Duty or Battlefield, you know, like I was watching, uh, like. Uh, you know, Saving Private Ryan or something like that. Band of Brothers of all the explosions. Right. And I wanted the house to rumble. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't hear my computer then. Um, but it does annoy right. me though. Like, like uh, I have a bed in my office, so that way, if I'm sick or my wife's sick, we kind of mm-hmm. like try to separate. Right. Yeah, it is annoying. I'm trying to sleep, and then no, you that's know... just when the Tavor bill comes in. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> she doesn't know about me it. Too. <laughs> why do you think jeff has a foldable couch yeah i, I have a futon or a, a hide a bed in my office <laughs> jeff's like i just restocked my i just restocked my liquor cabinet i'm gonna be sleeping down here tonight because my wife just saw the bill so yeah so so before i quit my job um i made one last run to the liquor store and that's when i bought my glenfiddich 14 and i i restocked everything because it had been it had been since january since i had been to the liquor store 
And all of a sudden they opened back up and I was able to go and actually do a little bit of shopping. And so I think I spent like 450 bucks at the liquor store or something like that. Because <laughs> I was out of everything. Uh, I, I had I had barely even my standards left. I was completely out of rum, which shocked the heck out of me. Because I, I buy that by the, the two gallons at a time. Oh, I have, a, I have a rum. My wife got me this. I... I want to save it for you. It is some of the best straight rum I've ever had. Oh yeah, yeah. It's um, this bamboo rum Caribbean. Ooh. Ex- extremely um, cane sugar, banana brown sugar. See that, and that's the kind of rum that I like. You know, extremely. I, I don't even want to mix it. It's so good straight. It's nice. super sweet. Uh, no spice. Sweet, sweet, sweet dark rum. Yep. So yeah, but. Uh, yeah, really, really tasty stuff. All right, John, uh, go over to the Discord and uh, check on the man. Did he do it? The, yep. Oh, did someone. Oh, you. I can't say it, but. Uh, I, what, I don't. Uh, I don't see it open, so yeah. technically. <laughs> okay, let's, Although, let's go on over there. A, I I figured that's about as strong as my Budweiser. <laughs> right. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is, ladies and gents. <laughs> it's official. All right. What did he say? What year that was? Uh, he did not. Okay. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. I'm curious what year that is. And we can see all your gifts. Okay, great. We're, you're still scrolling. Yeah. There. Oh, oh that's. Uh, I'm still behind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you're cut out on mine uh, okay. on my disc. Yeah. So. Yep. That's weird. All right. That's weird. All right. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) This will work. So, yeah. Uh, The NVIDIA. So that's basically all of the big news about NVIDIA. There was a couple things they didn't really talk about too much. Um, What was it? The memory. We talked about that cooling we talked about that performance uh there's already a new leaked card though yes that was the other one that was the other one so yeah well that was the other thing so there were there was only three tiers and there might be a fourth yes um well there's certainly room in between the cards that they announced for other SKUs. um and uh, NVIDIA has been one over the last couple generations to introduce cards mid-cycle to change, you know, change their, their die size or, or do some other weird things or introduce the 2060 KO, which was the cut down 2080, or introduce the super cards, which were 12 nanometer FinFET instead of 14. Um, but uh, it's rare that we see leaks like this, where Lenovo has apparently announced uh, that they are launching the Legion T7 with an RTX 3070 Ti with 16 gigabytes of memory, uh, which is well over what the 3080 has at 10 gigabytes of memory. So... Yeah, um, it'd be uh, interesting. But there wasn't a whole lot released. That's pretty much all we know is memory. That was about it. Is uh, right. Th- there was yeah, we, no. Other- yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I would say uh, 
Uh, we know the memory bus is the same 256 bit because that was reported in the in the leak, and also the 16 gigabytes of DDR6. Now it's not the DDR6X, it's not the accelerated stuff, but it's still 16 gigabytes. And and again, if we're talking a 3070 Ti, if this is going to slot somewhere in between the 3070 and the 3080, holy crap! Give me yeah, give me 16 gigs of memory for 650 bucks. Yeah, exactly. 100, you know, 50 bucks to maybe a hundred dollars more. Right. Yeah, you know, seventy five five ninety nine, hundred dollars right. more. You get you get double the RAM. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I'd probably do that one. <laughs> Honestly, right. uh, you'd be like, uh, I'll hold back on the newer monitor. I'll get this graphics card. You know. Right. Right. Uh, my brother in law still games on. Uh, so he has a twenty or he has a ten seventy Ti, and he still games on a seventeen inch uh, twelve eighty by ten twenty four Dell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me, he shreds those frame rates. Although he's only getting sixty hertz on the monitor, but dear God, he's he's up in two hundred on almost every single game. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're used to it too, you're just like, this is my, it's, it's almost like, uh, you know, that, that old car, that old part. This is like, oh, this, this is my Eleanor yep. <laughs> type yep. of a thing. You can't say that name. We don't own that name, John. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. John. We're going to have to, uh, he's going to have to give up his monitor now. Oh, God, they're repossessing. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm just going to call this chair the Eleanor from now on. Let him come yeah. get it. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there wasn't a whole lot released about uh, so far this uh, 3070 Ti. We, we know there's more memory. There was just basically, there were a couple of sites basically saying, hey, it comes optional with this. It'll fit this graphics card. And it was... Right. Uh, 1070 Ti with 16 gigabits. And everyone was like, what? That wasn't announced. Yeah. And so uh, that's basically how the rumor started or the leak, whatever right. you want to call it. Because um, they didn't announce a 16 gigabyte card. There was an 8, a 10, and a 24. And all of a sudden, Lenovo says, hey, we're, we've got a RTX 3070 graphics card in our new laptop or in our new T7s with, yeah. uh, with, uh, with 16 gigabytes of video memory. And we went... What? Really? <laughs> so, yeah, we'll we'll see if that's either just a mistype of maybe someone just took the twenties uh, uh, and just like, all right, let's just mm -hmm. keep going with this, you know, copy and paste, copy and paste type of a deal. Well, the twenties are are all eight, eight, and eleven. Well, so. I, I well they figure like double, 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 and they're right. just like, oh, well, whatever, you know. But yeah, that's that's weird that it is. It is double, but then the next one's ten. Yeah. Or the you know the thirty eighty. Which, by the way, we we talked about. Uh, I talked about last week about CUDA cores being a really good uh, uh, determiner of uh, the speed of a graphics card, and uh, and we were comparing the the ten series to the to the twenty series of graphics cards, and and I was really using that to compare the tiers of graphics cards and saying that. The twenty or the the ten eighty tier became the twenty seventy tier, so they they dropped their naming scheme one tier and charged more for the old for the lower na named cards. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, if you needed more proof that the RTX 3070 is going to be as powerful as a 2080 Ti, the thing has 5,888 CUDA cores versus, I believe, 40, 48 or 5,100 on the 2080 Ti. I think it might be 5,120 versus 5,888 of, of 8 nanometer, you know, next generation goodness. Um, yeah. And then you look at the 3080 with 8704 and the 3090 with 10,496. I know. It's, it's like, like that, that's literally what was the uh, the not the Veyron. What was that? Oh wait, was it the Bugatti Veyron? Yeah, that's like the Bugatti Veyron hitting that you know magical thousand horsepower. Like what? That's exactly <laughs> what that is. No right. one ever thinks that. <laughs> Ten thousand CUDA cores, right? Yeah. <laughs> so if you needed any more, like maybe it's going to work out to be like that much faster. The 3090 may be twice as fast as a 2080 Ti. Yeah. And and by the way, the, the base clock on that is only 100 megahertz lower than the 3070. It's 1395 versus 1500. So those are some fast cores in there as well. With a boost clock approaching 1700 megahertz, which we know GPU boost, whatever it's at 3.0 or 4.0 or whatever the crap they're going to call this one. Uh, 1900 megahertz might be in the cards. <laughs> right? Man, this is intense. Yeah, yeah. Again, though, again, I really want to see it. I, 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 this is This is them testing it. I want to get it into the consumer hands. I want to get mm -hmm. into the people that I trust mm -hmm. online. Uh, to really do everyday consumer, either consumer gaming, consumer editing, a little bit of you know commercial-wise um, level stuff. I want to see it all because they're giving us the best of the best. That you know right. they're obviously not going to show us. Yeah, it, it really did okay here, but whoa, <laughs> you know they're never going to say that. Right. So, um, but man, even even the crumbs, their crumbs that they're giving us l looks way larger than the loaf of breads that we already have so yep uh so apparently fencheck is also going to try to find us a utopia he, he, uh, he, now, he knows a guy we 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 were very close to getting one was it last year it was last year yeah uh we were gonna year. uh we we had one on reserve i was going to drive up to vancouver and pick it up yeah. and and we got a call back that they had canceled our reservation they yeah, it was it was basically uh, yeah. I found one. You got it, or you yep. like you said okay, let's do I'll, it. And I'll be there all, tomorrow. Let's do this. Yeah, we we all agreed. We the the four of us all were gonna split it, and we were all gonna have it like because this was when you were still living next to Steve. Right, and and we were gonna have a uh, a uh, a social oh show, so we were gonna have everyone yeah. over, and we were just gonna crack open the Samuel stand the the Utopia, yeah, Utopia. and yeah. just just have at it. Yeah, so yeah, because it, it ended up being like twenty two, twenty five bucks a person, which wasn't bad. And we it all was, got it was four, 50, 50 or forty. What, what, yeah. uh, no, because I think it was like one hundred twenty bucks. I think I that's was what more they than had. that. I, I thought it was one sixty. I thought it was forty a person. What? Whatever. My, yeah, it might have been four. But we yeah. got, and then we ended up being. I think we all get four ounces because I think it's only a sixteen, mm -hmm. maybe a twenty two bomber. But it's what twenty one, twenty two percent, something yeah. like that. So yeah, it worked, isn't it? Yeah, my every year it's a little different. Yeah. But it's high high twenties. Yeah, high twenties. Yeah. Um, we're basically drinking, you know, uh, uh, schnapps. You know, actually higher than schnapps. You know, higher than schnapps. Yeah. Liqueurs, basically. 
Yeah, you're uh, yeah. you're approaching like Malibu Black, you know, yeah, thirty five percent kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, we almost yeah. had one. We almost had one. Um, yeah, because you, uh, you you can't sell them in Oregon because uh, yeah. in in Oregon uh, you cannot buy any any beer that is higher than uh, than twenty percent. Um, yeah, nineteen point nine nine. Nineteen nine nine. And so, since yeah. Sam Adams Utopia is technically a beer, um, they can't even sell it in the liquor stores here uh, because yeah. the liquor stores won't won't sell beer. Um, yeah. So some some do, but yeah, they, they don't. It's like it's basically yeah, they won't sell that high, and it's just not in the high demand. And right. Um, but they won't. But it's so weird that because I think I, I, I drive to Washington and get one. Yeah, we went to Vancouver, and it was. Well, actually, there's almost two times because one time Costco had it, and the, yeah, Costco like, had it for I think two thirty a bottle. Yeah, and, and then, and then I, we found one for one sixty. Yeah, and it was at a Safeway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was at a Safeway in their their locked up wine rack, and they're like, "Yeah," the manager was like, "Yeah, we'll hold it for you." Yeah, and like, we'll be here, and it's like, "Okay, we'll be there tomorrow." Oh, it's sold. Yep. Damn it. You didn't lock it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, so much for that. Another reason yeah. I hate Safeway. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't hold my utopia for me. Go, go Ross. <laughs> yeah. Green bow ties all the way. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get on to the so, next story. We've talked yeah, so, We've talked enough uh, NVIDIA. Yeah, I think everyone got the gist of NVIDIA. It's going to be yep. epic, supposedly. Um, if, it, if even 75% of what they're shading is true, everyone's going to have awesome graphics cards coming up next year this what's going to be amazing year. is the 60 series cards and yeah. the 50 series cards if they're using this same tech um and, well and and the used market is just going to plummet everyone that's the other thing i do wonder i never thought of this do you think they did this to combat the console games the con- the new consoles that are coming out because no. now no, no no now hear me out no because not not these cards, but the not even the twenties, but the ten eighties are going to be so dirt cheap and comparable to consoles. No, that, I, that... I I wholeheartedly disagree, and here's why. Okay. Um, consoles and PCs are always different markets. They, they are, are, but they are always constantly fighting. They're constantly fighting with us. They're not fighting with consumers. You're typically either a console or a PC or you have both. Um, which I know that's 100% of gamers right there. You have one or the other or both. Um, <laughs> but my my point is you're typically a console gamer or you're typically a PC gamer. And there's a little bit of crossover. But you're not going to sway someone from playing a console when they can go buy the console for $3.99 and the games are there and all they have to do is plug it into their TV and go versus going out and spending $1,200 with a pre-built or building their own or whatever else. And and the PC community, as, as inviting as some of them are, there's also a lot of people who are very elitist and gatekeeping in the PC community. Yeah, um, well, a lot of mis- And so the PC community can be very confusing coming from the outside, uh, coming from the console base. And you look at the price of these graphics cards. You can get a console for $399 and it'll play 4K and it'll have ray tracing. Or you can get a graphics card 
for $499. That's a good graphics card, but it's... Well, no, but no, no, but the, but that's that's a brand new graphics card. I'm saying now with the used market, you're going to be able to get a whole build yeah. for $399. Yeah. That is better than that Typically, the people who console. buy used are already PC gamers. True, true. The, um, you, you don't see someone who is a console gamer and has been a console gamer and has never built a PC before in their life shopping Craigslist for used parts. Shopping eBay for used parts. Because they don't know. They don't know how well, to do this. So so to, so this week and last week... Uh, By the way, I've got, I, a, got a couple super chats to get to real okay. quick. Yeah, uh, Big Big Spoon, $5. Uh, I was told uh, we need to wear a V-neck shirt tonight. Um, this is the lowest cut V-neck that I own. And, oh, this, and it's, is, this uh, is the high, this is the highest cut I own. By the way, <laughs> shout out to uh, to Shellback Tech. Uh, oh. So go go check Whoa. out his go go check out his channel. Uh, so he does a lot of uh, uh, charity builds for for disabled veterans and whatnot, and uh, he he sent me and a, a bunch of other people some custom jerseys. So this jersey is freaking awesome, and I I love this thing. Uh, even has my name on the back of it, which is awesome. But I didn't uh, get one. nah, well. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, no, it, uh, seriously awesome channel does a lot of good work. Um, awesome guy. Uh, but yeah, go check him out on, on YouTube and on Twitter. Uh, shellback tech underscore tech or shellback underscore tech. Uh, and, uh, I don't know if he's watching tonight or not, but I, I, uh, posted the picture with, of me with this, uh, with his Jersey on, on, on Twitter. So we, we had a little back and forth on there earlier. So go check him out because he's freaking awesome. Um, anyway, big big spoon, five dollars. I was not told I needed to wear a V-neck to uh, f- uh, for the show tonight. Uh, well, John's on, so you should have known already. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, if you want me to wear lower, that's another. For every five dollars, it gets yeah. lower and lower and lower. And then, of course, I have to pay five dollars to John to have him hike it back up. So yes, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so I'm, I'm constantly fighting with super chats when John's on. Uh, Fencheck, fifty dollar donation. Thank you. Woo. You're awesome. Now I'm just like, what did he want to say? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's so we can go buy a Utopia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh darn, we we can't drink it together. Guess I'm. I'll 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 tell you what it's like. I'll tell you. Hmm. Yeah. I'll 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 brave the the streets of Salem to go for that. One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh. James, uh, great channel. Your passion really shows in all your videos. $5 donation. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Anyone have a link to the Craft Computing Discord? Uh, you have to join the Patreon. It is behind a paywall. Uh, I say paywall. It's a minimum donation of $1 per month, and it, and it gets you access to the Discord server. So join the Patreon, $1 or more. It, if you'd like to donate more, more is more. always welcome. Yep. Uh, it helps there- me keep the lights on. <laughs> yeah, uh, literally. And, you know, honestly, you're going to sit there. If you do that $1, you're going to feel really bad because this Patreon's awesome. I mean, there's so much content in there. You're going to feel like you're ripping Jeff off by just doing the $1. Uh, you're just like, I, I got to do more. I feel bad for this guy. I mean, it's just pathetic what, what's going on in there. It's just, oh, I need yeah. to give him more. So, yep. <laughs> Yeah, I show you some behind the scenes of how I live where, you know, I, I actually rent this space. I, I actually live in a cardboard box in downtown Salem. It's a Salem, slum. So. It's a yeah. slum, literally. <laughs> this is all green screen. <laughs> uh, speaking of not being able to get out of town and, and having to stay where we are and possibly sticking around, have you done any of the, like, Amazon or you don't, you don't probably have 
uh, what the Whole Foods around. No, there's none in Salem, huh? There's so none in Salem. Do... No, the the closest so one is up in Lake Oswego, Tualatin. Yeah. So yeah. you don't you don't do any of those deliveries, do you? Uh, we don't do the Whole Foods delivery. We do get Costco. Uh, Amazon does. No, Amazon doesn't do delivery service here for for food. They do do f for. Uh, for products, we do actually get the Amazon direct deliveries here, which is nice. Um, okay, so I've actually received a couple packages same day lately, which is oh, cool. okay, that's cool. So you, you so you got a, a couple of Amazon drivers or those, yeah, those, those special Amazon drivers. Yeah, we got the special Amazon vans here, which is cool. So, okay, yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, this one was funny. <laughs> this one, yeah, this is kind of weird. This is just shows how like competitive even those people can be. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Amazon is doing a service where, uh, you can sign up to be a delivery driver and deliver, deliver packages out of your own vehicle. Uh, so similar to an Uber or Lyft, you would be an at will, uh, contract driver. Uh, you would drive to the distribution center. You would pick up a package and, and go deliver it. And you get a notification on, on your phone. And if you accept the package, much like being an Uber driver, you get a notification that, hey, there's someone who uh, wants Wait to start here you. and go to yeah. here. You get, yeah, I'll accept that route. And then you get that route and you're their driver. Uh, Amazon's doing the same thing for package delivery. So they say, hey, we need you to come to the distribution center and then we need you to drive, you, you need to drive to here to deliver the package. And you can either accept or deny and uh, well, not, but Amazon will only offer that, uh, that service uh, or that delivery if you're in the area in order to pick up. Well, that has led to a little bit of scamming of the system as apparently some of these contract drivers are hanging smartphones in the trees outside of the Amazon distribution center. So it looks as if their phones are a lot closer to the distribution center. Therefore, they're getting the pings and then forwarding the pings to the phones that are actually in their cars. Um, and then... Uh, accepting the deliveries. And even though their blocks are potentially miles away, they're edging out other drivers for that money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's pretty ridiculous. Honestly, like I honestly, I don't know how, or for one, how much does this work? Because now we, we do know the whole cell phone ping and grouping thing works because of, of uh, that traffic uh, mm -hmm. experiment, uh, you know, where the, he, he tricked Google maps. You put enough cell phones, and yeah, so it's it's close proximity. Uh, what it was saying that a lot of these facilities and Whole Foods area, they'll even attach to their Wi-Fi, and Google will even state, or Amazon will even say, "Hey, okay, we know these Wi-Fi hotspots. Mm -hmm. So what's the closest one to that?" And when they're attached to those phones because they're hanging in the tree right next to the parking lot, you know, that can still reach it. These are the first ones that get pinged, and then five minutes later, you know, oh, none of these took it. All right, let's extend it three blocks. None of these right. took it. Let's extend it three blocks. Right. That's how that's how the system seems to work. And um, but who? I mean, honestly, if I saw that, I would have just like gathered up all these cell phones and then taken them inside. Be like, what are all these cell phones in here? Someone someone left these outside. You know. Right. How, how is there no bums just going up? Oh, look, a cell phone tree. Free phone, oh, right. A phone, free phone, you know. And well, you know, I, I have my beer tree in my backyard. So. Yeah, you know, obviously someone just planted a, a Nokia smartphone in the ground and it just sprouted. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how these phones 
get invented and then they try cross pollinate them and that's how we get the samsung 12 and the iphone 13 or x you know <laughs> <laughs> it's cross pollinating um they're very green this is how phones get green yeah <laughs> But uh, no, it's an interesting workaround for the system and, and a little bit of a gaming for uh, um, it's, it's getting like package delivery contracts when you're not necessarily in the area. Yeah, I mean, it is it is playing the system. It is learning how to do it. But at the same time, you know, like, okay, your standard decent smartphone is still going to cost you 100 bucks, you know? Right. Something like that. Again, yeah, I bet there's a really good chance that these are getting stolen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what and most of these deliveries only pay you like 15 20 30 45 bucks at mm -hmm. the most and you need to do two or three of these to make just to pay for that cell phone and then now you have to make more so i i would love to see if the person who started doing this or someone who started doing this did make it worth it you know mm -hmm. or is there trouble in it if this is a weird phenomenon now the article, I don't remember reading if it was a localized area. Uh, this was apparently local to Chicago at the time. Okay. Um, okay. And so this was uh, the photograph that I put up was outside of uh, uh, Evanston, Illinois, uh, Whole Foods. Oh yeah. Um. So Chicago greater area, but yeah. uh, I, I haven't but heard they... reports of it happening elsewhere. But apparently Amazon is looking into uh, this as a potential issue. Now, that would be interesting to see how they uh, fix it, you know, other than maybe possibly expanding their notification grid of just saying, okay, instead of whoever's the closest, we got to give it a couple blocks and right. give anyone within that couple blocks the exact same opportunity. And then, then it really comes down to, uh, but again, that comes down to cell service and, and mm -hmm. where a tower is at and then the network, ah, that's going to be tricky. Uh, that's playing the system. I mean, you're, you're basically playing against the, the hardware and the setup, you know, because every location is going to be different. And yeah. if a tower and signal is weaker, say, at a <laughs> different Whole Foods, uh, you know, six, seven blocks away, you know, you're not going to put your phone there. You're going to put your phone at the strongest signal. So I wonder also, there's research into this that the driver would have to do. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, I'd, chain a, I'd chain a big ass safe to the tree to work as a Faraday cage. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, now there, there's a, uh, you'd probably get, well, no, wait. Now that's technically public property, a parking lot. Uh, technically, no, technically it's private property. Well, I know, so I know. It's, it's in it. public space. It's publicly accessible, but it is private property. Hmm. I might be thinking of Oregon law because I know Oregon law is like uh, the Walmart parking lots are considered public. The, the, no, they're open to the public, uh, but they are considered private property. Uh, to conduct business on them, the police do have to ask, ask permission to, to enter the, the premises. Yes, but I also know that truck drivers are allowed to sleep there overnight. That's because Walmart opens them up and says there is 24-hour parking available at the Walmart. Hmm. Walmart has signs posted that says camping is available in the back lot. Ah, okay. So, All right. so, so yeah, then then doing business there. Although that would be another revenue stream for Google. Mm -hmm. Of like, hey, let's put safes here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then put charging docks. 
All right. Uh, so, yeah. Alienware is in the news. Alienware. For... When was the last time you heard about them? Right. Um, probably seven, eight years ago, I think, <laughs> was right. my last Alienware system. Um, I've owned a couple over the years. I've had an M11X, uh, Revision 3, one of the first i7 laptops. Okay. Um, I had an M14X, which was a great system. Um, but uh, yeah, Alienware is rolling out laptops with 360 hertz displays. Um, so just when you thought displays were getting fast enough, apparently not on, on the laptop market. Uh, cause uh, I believe who was it? Asus and one other company finally released their 360 Hertz displays a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, I mean, and, you uh, can see them. There's like a handful, I think there's like two or three, yeah. I think those two, and there's maybe like one other Chinese one that, that claims to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, there, there are very few desktop ones. And I don't remember the size. Now, this is a 17-inch monitor. Right. So it's um, not going to be Yeah, St Steve and I demoed uh, a couple different 360 hertz panels at CES this year. And uh, uh, I, we said it at the time, I was amazed at the difference. Um, there well, is well, a now, difference. There, now, there is... Yeah, I saw, so I, uh, because when I saw this article, so I wanted to go check out. And it, it, they did, I couldn't find an example of this computer but i saw you know uh, a convention that had i think it was a lte or, or i forget whose monitor but mm -hmm. they had an example of a 360 hertz monitor but they compared it to a 60 hertz monitor i was like well yeah when you right. see that obviously it's going to be better it's six times it's six times faster right but then when you're talking at 144 hertz or 200 plus is it that big of a deal is it that big now so i don't know what you and steve I compared it to I'm telling you, yes. Uh, so so uh, we went through this demo at the NVIDIA booth and we also went through the demo at the ASUS booth and they had two different demos set up. Um, both of them had uh, uh, a 360 Hertz display and then they had another display set up which you could vary the refresh rate from okay. 60 to 90 to 144 to 240. Okay. Um, and so you could see all of the common res or all the common refresh rates of the monitors. Um, and even between 240 and 360, there was a noticeable and marked difference between the two. Yeah. Um, and uh, in the NVIDIA booth, we got, we got to actually play games uh, with this and compare it to uh, it. The we played CS:GO and it was uh, I think CS:GO was 60 hertz versus 240 or versus 360. And so obviously that one's a, yeah, a huge advantage because you're getting six, yeah, e you're getting five extra frames in between each frame for for a 60 hertz monitor. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, on the the 60 hertz, so so it set up a scenario where you're looking through a narrow door and and a guy jumps across the screen and that and you have yeah, I, I and you that have that amount of time to hit the guy and. Uh, at 60 hertz, I think I hit him four times. So I, I was at 40% uh, out, out of 10. Um, with the 360 hertz, I hit him eight in a row and nine out of 10. Yeah. I, I hit my first eight shots at 360 hertz. And so if you're just talking pure reaction time, um, it was, like I said, a marked improvement. It, it yeah, was well, amazing how much I think they like faster the human was. eye can like react in uh 100 like around 150 hertz 150 frames per second 55 
Uh, yes, yeah, so, so the the human brain can react somewhere in the neighborhood of, um, gosh, what was it? I want to say eighty milliseconds or something like that. Something like that. And, which, and yeah. so on sixty hertz, if you're talking sixteen milliseconds, you only have four frames to react. Yeah, um, and, and you're mostly going on instinct. Then you're like, right. I'm guessing. I'm like, okay, two, three shots of. I figured this out. Right. Guess. I'm just time guessing and preying on this. So it sounds like the 360 hertz, you'll see every step and you're, you're almost going to have, you know, a quarter of a second extra time of, mm -hmm. you know, oh, reaction. And, you know, and then once you start training yourself, it's probably even going to feel like a half a second. Right. Um, now, the, so, yeah, I, the 360 hertz seemed really cool. Now, I look those monitors up right now. They're super, super expensive. I mean, they right? are they are um, pro level games. Isn't the price. Asus one like eighteen hundred bucks for a twenty seven inch? Like it's it, it's up there. So so yeah. Uh, so then I looked up this laptop. I tried to find it on Dell, uh -huh. and interesting enough, I couldn't find three sixty hertz on any of the ones that they were selling all mm -hmm. from a from a six thousand dollar price range to a fifteen hundred but they did say at 300 hertz which i found interesting so i don't know if if there's some that might have been a typo because they, they've yeah. offered 240 in the past there's two um, for that, but every single one that i found was only 300 hertz and i was like this is just odd why can't i find a three every every google article so i don't know if it is a typo on the Dell website because you know I can only find it on Dell.com, uh, this this particular laptop. Because I looked up both models. So this Alienware and the 360 hertz are coming on the uh, Area 51M R2 and the M17 R3. And again, these are upgradable options right. that you can buy. And it, like I said, it ranges from like 1700 bucks to I saw uh, 5600 I was like, oh my gosh, that's ridiculous for a 17-inch screen and a laptop. Um, yeah. But I never saw 360 hertz. I only saw 300 hertz. But 300 hertz would be a really odd number. So it, like you said, it could have been a typo. Um, so that, that was. Just, I wanted to see what the pricing point of this was, of this monitor was, compared, or this laptop, compared to just the standalone monitor. Right. Um, although now that if it, if it is a... $5,600 laptop, I will go and just rather buy the 3090 and buy one of those $1,500 monitors. I will be set. Yep. And I'll still save so much more money. I I really want a 3090. I really do. <laughs> I've always been the person that, that has bought the previous generation second tier. Yeah. Uh, so I've always been the person that when, when a when the 900 series cards launched, I went out and bought a, um, or no, because I was on AMD back then for a while. Um, I think when the 6,000 series cards of AMD launched, I bought a 5970 and I, I got it on a, on a pretty good deal online where I paid well under what the market value was. And it was like, oh, it's 3% slower than the new card. Cool. Um, and, uh, did that for years and years and years and years and years. So every single time I would buy new hardware, I would buy the previous generation second best. Um, yeah. And you look at my workstation right now. I have a I I bought a Threadripper 2950X after the Threadripper Gen 3 was announced, 
and <laughs> you know, I paid $500 for the chip when it was $1,200 new for the 16 core. So it's what I do. <laughs> hey, well, but now when you're like 500 bucks, oh, I can afford even the low end model and I'm going to be first gen of the new, you know, whatever. Right. Series. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I'm looking, you know, 3070 at 500 bucks is still a heck of a heck of an improvement over my 2080 because the 2080 ti yes. is still a heck of an improvement over the over the 2080 and so but i'm looking at man i want that 24 gigs i i want a little more headroom in adobe yeah i know right well even mine even what you built me so because i did the uh uh tavor box and that was like, like a yeah. 20 minute video for me yeah for me that's just like insane yeah, and it wasn't like an EPOS box. I'm going to have all these graphics because I've seen some of his. Some of his uh, timelines are insane. Oh my gosh, have you seen? It's just stacked upon stacked, and then there's nested everywhere. Yep. I'm like, oh my gosh. What, some I, of know, my more complex montages get to be like that, but that's like a two minute section out of a 12 minute video. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's it's just mine is like okay, I got like three maybe. I think the most I've ever done is like a five layer layer. But it's just like oh, some text graphics, so it's, it's right. you know, hard. But when I went into that twenty-one minute range and everything was shot in four K, but then yeah. I compressed the frame rate down, it's still my computer was like, nope, I don't yeah. like this. This is too much. What are you doing to me, John? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. It was like that. It actually took me like three extra days to edit this video, and now I'm like, wow, I want this graphics card now. And this is a great excuse for Jeff to rebuild the computer. <laughs> that I just built you eight months ago. <laughs> yeah, we can reshoot everything. We'll fake it all. Yeah. I still got the old parts, and then Jeff can just put new parts into the computer he gave. Yeah. I feel really bad because uh, there was a company who sent out some cooling parts for John, specifically for John's build. Uh, sent out a case, sent out uh, fans and LEDs and a bunch of other things. So they, they were they were the bling on top of the parts that, that I was giving John. And uh, we shot half of the video and then CES happened and then COVID happened. And so we never got the opportunity to shoot the second half of that yeah. video. Um, and yeah, so we were, like, we're just tired. Let's just, let's just call it a night. Yeah. It, it was, it was 1130 after talking heads. It, it was, it was bad. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. And then half of our, half of our like, Hey guys, I'm yeah. Jeff, you know, cause again, we were probably like, two three beers in too might have been a, might have been some consumption before yeah, and after yeah and then before and after so we're just like all right how we do this okay it was either like way over the top or just i'm tired you know yeah. and not nothing worked really we shot i think the intro four or five times oh something like that yeah but uh but no i actually i gave john a uh uh, an E5 2678 V3 uh, with a Chinese X99 NVMe drive uh, and a Quadro K5000 because he wasn't looking to game, but he needed some video memory. So yeah. Quadro K5000, you know, it's, it's still Kepler, but it's eight gigabytes of, of video memory. Yeah. Um, and I went, for what you're doing, this will be probably double. enough. Yeah, well, I had a four gig, gig card too before that. So I was like, oh, this right. is double what I can do. Right. Yeah. But now I'm like 12 gigs, huh? Oh, okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, or, or now, heck, I'm looking at that 16 possibly for for 5.99. Yeah. Or well, we don't know it's 5.99, but yeah. we don't know we're soon. So it's probably going to be less than 6.99 though. So yeah. I'm I'm going to guess like 
if if so, I had to guess, just because think, of memory pricing, it's probably going to be a little yeah. bit more. But well, but it's a lower end memory, so yeah. So if you're looking for an ultra gaming laptop, Alienware might be coming back <laughs> in the world of competitive, expensive ultra gaming that's way overpriced. Speaking of overpriced stuff for your computer, how would you like to have a 15 terabyte solid state? Well, before we get into that. Oh, fine. That was a great intro. It was, but my glass is empty. It's been empty so is, so since is mine. the beginning of the last story. All right. I can't have uh, that. All right. Uh, all right. Well, what do, what do you, you, you have, now you're going to do a big one now? I might. I'm thinking about it. Are you going to do a big one? No, Let's... because well, this this was my big one. It was ten. Okay, that was that was that's right. You had the ten yeah, two so already. I, I feel pretty good. I might go get like a, a light sour. Actually, there's oh. a red lager I want to go try. Ooh, that sounds yeah. Good. So kind of that's malt. Oh, that that might have been a lager. I I have two of them. Uh -huh. So if it's good, maybe I'll give it to you. Okay. So because uh, there's a uh, Novella Hub is shipping us a beer. I won't say what kind, but it's it's my personal favorite kind. It's uh, it's in the box below me. I, I was gonna do a beer opening tonight too, so he he already gave it to you. Yeah, it it's at my feet right now. Um, really? Yeah, I'm not even kidding. It's right there. He shipped it on Monday. It got delivered today. Oh man, that got there fast. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I don't want to be. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my favorite. It's my favorite, guys. All right, you you, you go grab your beer, John, and I, and uh, I'll I'll do the beer opening here real quick. All right. So beer mail. We have some beer mail. Uh, courtesy of Novella Hub over on the Discord, and of course I got my uh, my Doc Tog to uh, open this thing up. It certainly taped well enough. Wow. There we go. Put that away before I kill myself. All right. How do we lose John? Nope. Oh. He's back. Okay. Yep. <laughs> oh, I was hoping if I went in and out, you, you'd show back up, but it, it oh. didn't work. Whatever. All right. Oh, good God. That's heavy. And of course, it's taped even more, so I've got to bring the knife back out. I'll get through all the tape and we'll get into the beer here. Jeez, that's like ultra, ultra safe packaging. Yeah. All right, we're finally into it. So, we've got Dream Yard. Uh, modest Brewing Company, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Dream Yard. Uh, it's a New England IPA. 
That was the one that was meant for me. 7.1%. Sure, I'm, I'm sure that was the one that was meant for me. Shakopee, <laughs> uh, uh, fine, whatever. 6.5% New England IPA. Ooh, here's one right just for you, John. Mr. Brightside. Ah, there we go. <laughs> I'll, I'll sing that for karaoke, too. Pale Ale, 5.3%. Uh, we've got a Shift Happens. Uh, DDH Lager from Shell's Beer. All right. Oh, boy. Here, Here's yours, John. Here it is. There it is, right there. Uh, Deep Space Brine from Tin Whiskers Brewing Company. It's a 4.5% ABV, 20 IBU. Uh, pickle beer. <laughs> Kolsch with fresh dill and cucumber. That's the one. That's the one. I'm assuming both those pints are for you. No, one's for you. I don't know about that. Uh, Shikopi, Head of Turtles, Imperial Stout, loaded with pecan, cocoa nibs, and vanilla. Barrel-aged version 2. That was uh, for me. That was mine. That was the one. Was one. That, that was the one. He, he totally... I had the message. Uh -huh. he, he, I got deleted, though. It got right. deleted. That was the one he meant for me. Tell you what, I will ask him... Oh, you know what? Actually... <laughs> Shakopee uh, Brew Hall, uh, Herd of Turtles, 10.3%. So this is version one. Uh, chocolate, vanilla, pecan, and lactose. So that also looks delicious. And oh no, here's the version one. So. Herd of Turtles. <laughs> Herd of Turtles Imperial oh. Stout loaded with pecan, cocoa, nibs, and vanilla. Version 1, 12.1%. So, yeah. We oh, got, is, uh, is, he, is the other one the non-barrel-aged version? Um, uh, these are not barrel-aged. Oh, yeah, they are. Okay. Yeah, so this is non-barrel-aged. Yeah. So this so is I'll, Herd of I'll Turtles non-barrel-aged and then barrel-aged version 1 and 2. Yeah. That's what, that says like, uh, okay. I bet that's a non-barrel-aged versus barrel-aged. Yep. Yeah, so he wanted to give me the barrel-aged version, and, and you get the non, and that's what right. he told me. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll clarify with him which ones go to you and which ones go to me. Yeah, I'm pretty And then I'll make sure. the appropriate delivery. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh. I will say, if anyone hates a pickle beer more than John, it's probably me. <laughs> nah, well, that's true. That's true. I did. I don't know. I, I still got to get you to drink them, though. You've never had one yet. You've only had, like, cucumber beer. I've had cucumber beer. I Because I refuse to even touch pickle beer. That's the thing. Uh, I, I, got, I, I specifically bought the spicy pickle beer again just for oh, you to bring it oh to your house. God. You're lucky. You are so lucky that I had family who wanted to try that last pickle beer that I hated the worst, that best I, made. I honestly and... don't know that I even can, John. <laughs> my my it. disdain and despise for pickles is that high. It's oh, so is mine. I I the only I will only have pickles on one thing, and that is tuna, and it has to be and it's relish. That is the only time I will even. 
and I'm mixing it with so many other things. That is the right. only time I will it's, have. It's loaded with ranch and, and everything yeah, else. It's, yeah, it's loaded with so many other things and a tuna sandwich. You're on the that... same level as me because I will do very, very, very finely diced pickles in a tuna as long as they're not overbearing and as yeah. long as it's, it's... Got a, it's like a, it's a sweet pickle too. It can't be like right. the spicy vinegar, you know, yeah. dill. Yeah. Uh, but, but I have noticed the last, most of these are, are dill flavored, a cucumber mm -hmm. and dill. They don't actually do pickle or that last one I did was pickle juice mixed with beer it was actually more of like a, a, sh a shandy, uh, kind of thing. shandy where now the interesting thing with the one that you got is it's a colch which yeah. is more of a type of lager where right. all the other ones were gozes were salty so that makes that one interesting it is a completely different style of beer than all other pickle beers i've ever seen all yeah. the other ones are because they want that saltiness in it where colch doesn't have salt yeah so, so. it's interesting eh. Thank you, Novello Hub, for the beer. Uh, John, yes. why don't you, you intro your next one, and I'll go grab mine out of the fridge. All right. So I have Indie Brewing's PA to LA. It is not a red lager. It is an amber lager. So it's basically close enough. Um, so it comes in. I did this on the Tavor. I don't remember. So whatever. There's no percentage. So it's a collaboration beer. Let's take a look here. Looking good. It does look more like a pale ale than a lugger, but it doesn't look ultra red or an amber. It actually does look more like an amber. Got a nice gold copper color to it. Oh, that is actually not too bad, at least for the head. So Indie Brewing Co Company, Los Angeles, California. Interesting. Very pleasant looking. <laughs> All right, I am back. Yeah. I've been wanting to try this beer since John gave it to me. What did I give you? What? <laughs> what beer did I give you? For my birthday this year, you dropped off oh, a beer. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good beer. Yeah. Just getting the foil off of it here. <laughs> oh, that's the that, but that's a small one, huh? That is yeah, the, um, the twelve, yeah. The, the twelve, yeah. Uh, 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 tweak, right? Yep. Bingo. Yeah. Oh, that's a good beer. If you like coffee and stouts, this I've been eyeing this one for a while, and finally I went. You know what? Today's the day. <laughs> well, the nice part the nice part about it is too is that it's only twelve ounces. And it's not a big bomber, where a lot of times, you know, when you buy something that big, it's this big bomber beer. Yeah. And, um, is it 12%? I thought it was like 15. 14.7. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I, I figured it was right up, it was going to be right up your alley, because coffee stout, I think it's barrel-aged too. Yeah, barrel-aged coffee stout, uh, aged in bourbon barrels. Uh, with coffee added, so it's not even like, oh, there's some coffee flavor in here. No, there's actual coffee yeah. in here. Yeah. Uh, so this is Avery Brewing out of Boulder, Colorado. Tweak. Uh, annual barrel-aged series. 14.7%. Enjoy that. Yep. <laughs> 
Actually, uh, I'm going to be doing a couple. Uh, it's funny, you always make fun of me for pumpkin ones, but Avery, uh, Becky, uh, on mm -hmm. the Discord channel, uh, got me a hold of their version of their bourbon and rum pumpkin ones. Nice. So 14 and like 15% as well. You know what's funny? Is the beer is so dark, the lettering disappeared. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's the um, quality of the beer. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> you'll you'll still be drinking that during the after party. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I will. I it smells like cough syrup, but in the best way possible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. That lettering is like the, the beer looks darker than the lettering. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. There's a lot to process there. <laughs> It's a nice beer. That is a good beer. And it don't taste like 15% either. Boy, that does No, like... that is, like, you can drink that. That tastes like a, a 9 to 10%, eight, not even eight, that. Like... 8, 5 to 10, somewhere right yeah. in there, yeah. This is, uh, <laughs> this does not taste like 15%. No, it's a, it, dangerous. Very mm -hmm. dangerous. Actually, this lager is really good, too. Like, this is something you'd probably really enjoy. Very nice multi. Very, very actually, it's just pure nice, nice malt. This is a perfect amber, and it's a lager too. But it tastes more just like a nice amber <laughs> ale. I might actually give you the uh, the other can. Nice. I don't. Know I do have I a couple for you. So. Okay, I think I think the percentage is pretty low. I think it's like a, a five or six. So de decent beer, yeah. but very very well. Uh, everyday drinking type beer. Yep. I, I wouldn't uh, mind having a six pack of this. So Skull looked this up. This gets a 4.39 on Untapped. Yeah. I I believe it. I'm giving yeah. it a 4.5. And that's ice cold. I'm giving it a 4.5. <laughs> Honestly, that, that, I would probably like that ice cold. Warm, I think the coffee gets a little harsh. Does it? Um, yeah. I, I and You know, you, you'll probably experience it. But oh, I, I better not let it get warm then. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, actually, we got another super chat. From uh, Novella Morgan. Hub first, $5. Enjoy right. the beer. Uh, uh, name is Shakopee. Um, I was saying Shakopee. So I was putting yeah. the emphasis on the wrong syllable, as my favorite math teacher of all time would say. <laughs> uh, and then Morgan, $5 donation. Here's a bit for the jar uh, for some uh, Don Diu uh, or some other uh, unibrow stuff. Very cool. Thank you so much. Uh, anyway, you were talking about a 15 terabyte SSD. Yeah. Were you not? So I was, I was, I was talking about, I was talking about like, you know, people overspending on their computer's hardware or just computer stuff, just like a uh, typical alienware used to be in this. Overspending. I, I don't understand. Yeah. Right. So uh, team group, which I've never heard of them, but okay. Mm -hmm. You might have. Um, has come out with a 15.36 terabyte SATA SSD. Aimed at consumers. Aimed at consumers for the whopping price of $3,990. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently you can finally download all of Call of Duty. <laughs> 
keep it on one drive. Right. Uh, so this is a brand new SSD. It is uh, a 3D uh, 3D QLC, I believe, is the the tech behind it. Um, so yeah, aimed at aimed at consumer, solidly consumer drive. It's not an SLC or, or TLC chip even. Uh, it's quad level cell, uh, 3D NAND flash, two and a half inch. 560 megabyte per second, 480 writes. So right in nothing, there nothing. with where you would right. expect a SATA 3 drive to be. Yep. Um, uh, uh, the, dri- the drive is rated for up to 2,560 terabytes written um, or about 0.15 drive writes per day. Yeah, uh, that's so like... Ah. So if you write a ter... Well, if you write a terabyte... No, less... No, that's more than a terabyte. That's almost two terabytes per day. Um which is a lot of cycles, uh, then you'll be good for three years. Three years. And that's two terabytes written per day for three years. A terabyte and a half. I guess a terabyte and a half. Something like that. I don't know. It, it's it's point, point, point one five drive writes. Whatever that means. 2.304, John. Yeah. Okay. 2.3. So 2.3 terabytes. Per day for three years. That's the right cycle of the drive. Um, but there's no uh, warranty given. Even with full sequential write speed, it would take around 60 to 70 days of continuous writes to go through the warranty. <laughs> <laughs> According to the calculations here. Um, so definitely a cool bit of tech. Um, and uh, possibly warranted to be on, on Linus's holy... Sh- uh, sequence of uh of videos because 15 well, terabytes in a drive is it's still a lot of data let's let's not get around that well yeah it's uh now there's a 15.3 now there is a 16 terabyte version that uh someone came out with that's only 299 so uh that's by nimbus data so uh that was at the very bottom so th- that was kind of interesting but they didn't give any specs on that one as well. That one and... is an enterprise three and a half inch drive. Oh, okay. It's so enterprise three and a half. So this is a yeah. two and a half. Okay. Right. And this is 64 terabytes. That was the Nimbus drive. Oh, it says 16 terabytes. They have a 16. The only, the only link I saw at the, at the bottom was, uh, was the three and a half 64. Oh, uh, as a, uh, the 16 terabyte version of that drive is only 2.9, a lot cheaper. Than, uh, okay, maybe something. I might be reading something different then. All right. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's uh, 15 terabytes in 2.5 inch cartridge. I mean, God, that's insane. What, what was it? We were we were probably in high school and we were like 500 gigs. Yeah. You know, one terabyte, and it was like six drive, four drives. Right. You um, know. So, four, so the machine, four. so the machine that I built in 2009, um, was an i7 920 Nehalem CPU. It was an X58 classified board from EVGA. It was dual 9800 GTX Plus graphics cards, which I've talked were kind of the titans of the day. They were 480 dollars a piece. Um, I also had dual. Uh, 300 gigabyte Velociraptors for my boot disk. And I had three one terabyte Western Digital Blacks in a RAID 5. Yeah. So I had two terabytes of, spe- of, of usable space. Um, 
for game storage and whatnot and for quick loading. SSDs were barely even a figment Dang. in, in our yeah, imagination. They were, like, yeah, they, they were 16 gigs, 32 yeah. gigs maybe. They um, weren't even you an could, operating system. You could barely load an OS on them, especially because it was Vista at the time. Um, but uh, those drives cost me easily $200 a piece, those one terabyte Western Digital Blacks. Because uh, 500 and sometimes 640 were kind of the going rates for that day. Um, the the 2009 Mac Pro shipped with a 640 gig drive. Um, so yeah, it was it was a weird weird time when you were trying to get a lot of storage crammed into a single PC. Um, and now we're talking well, about you know two terabyte SSDs being the same price that I paid for a one terabyte spinning disk in 2009. I know it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then we got NVMEs of just one terabytes that are like a hundred bucks, hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, Oh my God. <laughs> I, I, Cause I just remember even like, well, 2009 would even be like college level age for, for us. And then, but high school of just, I was already out of college, but that's well, whatever. Two thousand out of the 2008 then for, yeah. Uh, I didn't go to college, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, high school would have been early two thousands for us. Yeah. And building a PC in you know two thousand two, two thousand three, and uh, imagine having even a terabyte in your system right. was just unheard of. Right. Eighty you know? gigs was kind of the going rate. Yeah, back, you were like, I, I I have one hundred and twenty five gigs. You're like, I'm I'm rocking it right i i can i uh you know i got i got a 50 gig os system and 125 gig store uh, you know storage capacity yeah, yeah i'm flexing some muscle here yeah yeah uh, 40s were very much still the regular included in a lot of pre-box systems back yeah. then um so yeah you could get 80s and 120s and sometimes 250s if you were really lucky uh, I know, and wanted I, to spend that 250 dollars. you know the one dollar per gigabyte we're not talking per terabyte right yeah dollar per so, gig it is it is amazing now that i'm finding sd cards that are terabyte and you know i have a 256 gigabyte s uh micro sd card it's the size yeah. of my pinky nail i know right i mean that's just insane to think yeah you know and it was like 40 it, bucks exactly yeah i know <laughs> i know i mean you, you sit there like oh it's from a raspberry pi or, or you know whatever I bought and it I'm for gonna, a Raspberry Pi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, wow. And the, the read and write speed is just ridiculous, too, mm -hmm. comparative. It's just like mm -hmm. technology is just in storage capacity, too. It just advanced so far. And Yeah, and I think just, it still has a 75 megabyte per second read and write on it. It's like, holy crap. That's and, double and, the performance of my, <laughs> of my RAID array in 2009. And so you just said, like, we're... Boil, honestly, yeah. we are so, and then we're like, that's that's too big. When something's the size of your wrist, you know, and like say a watch, or, or like I gotta fit how large of a SSD in my in my watch? <laughs> that's too big. Yeah. We are just it's ridiculous, and um, you know, it it, it if blows it's thicker than my, a headphone jack, it doesn't belong in a phone. Yeah, it, it blows my mind what sometimes we complain about. For our technology to be but it's also amazing this the strides 
we have come within the past 20 years. And I'm just going to be blown away in 20 more years. One, we'll probably still be active in a very computer-esque world. You know, I'll probably I still be making videos. Yeah, exactly. I hope to be. Right? Yeah, you know, and in so... In some capacity. To be able to then, say, theoretically go back to this video or, or your first video in 20 years and review this case or build I want to watch my had. first video now. Well, you know what I mean? Like, your, your first, like, oh, here's my first gaming pc build or not right. not the not the cheap one but then be like <laughs> i put i put a 1.5 terabyte drive and a, a 256 you know solid state for an os mm -hmm. and you're just like that's nothing now right. you know watches my, my refrigerator has a bigger hard drive than that you know right <laughs> it's it's ridiculous that's the thing though with this remember when i could only get gigabit down at my house oh god, oh, god. stone ages stone age yeah Oh man, I well that's it. So my nephew literally complains at like the internet uh, at his grandparents' place for playing Fortnite. I'm like, you don't even know. You, I mean, you don't know. This is lightning fast comparative when I was your age. I didn't even have internet at your age. How yep. dare you? You don't even yep. know what the that that beeping annoying sound sounds like you don't even know what your mom picking the phone mom, up get off the phone i'm yeah, trying to play warcraft you don't even know what the free cds of e uh, 360 hours of free email or internet time in yep. your phone book you have no idea you're just yep. click and play it and you're not even playing a game you're just i want to put different outfits on my character and i can't download that fast enough it's like I was on oh. so many different mailing lists early in, in the 2000s that I don't think I paid for internet for like six years. I, because I had a I, lot of people that... Yeah, from like 90, 98 to like 2005, 2006, I don't think I paid for internet um, <laughs> because I just had free discs for, you know, log in here. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> 500 hours. Well, that one's expired. Let's pop in another CD. Pop in another CD. I know. They were everywhere. So, yeah. But, it, yeah, the 15 terabyte. And I know I'll give it even a year. I'll say one year from now, I'm going to probably have this exact same conversation with you because some other ridiculous piece of technology is going to come out. I'm like, it's just going to blow my mind from even five years from now, you know, mm -hmm. five years ago. Of, mm -hmm. of 2015 i'm like you remember back 2015 and even then that was like you know uh, well intel SMT. was very much the same <laughs> intel's gonna be like we got soon? our next <laughs> we got our next chip it's the x70 ii x x x x x x yeah it's gonna be great but it's still on 10 nanometer uh <laughs> paul's hardware <laughs> sent out a tweet today i can't wait to benchmark the new intel logo <laughs> Because <laughs> they they debuted a new logo today. Uh, so it's about the only thing that can shrink down. Did they shrink it down? I'd be amazed if they made it smaller. A little bit. Yeah, it's no longer the Intel Swirl. It's now it, it, like lowercase and by by fifteen percent, fifteen something like that. Yeah, <laughs> they, they didn't qu they didn't quite make it Moore's Law sh uh, smaller, but you know. So yeah, I, I am just I am actually quite astonished. Uh, especially since we started doing this channel of all of the tech and thinking, taking a step back and remembering stuff uh, back in the day. It's like, oh my gosh, what we, what people probably today take for granted. And, and well, look at, look at even the last three years. 
the last three years in tech, um, the highest end consumer chip was four core eight thread. Uh, it was, it was the, the 6,700 K or 7,700K had just launched when I started my channel. Um, Ryzen had just launched when I started my channel. Um, oh and, yeah, I remember uh, that. Right. Um, we were skeptical of that. Right. We totally were. Um, or no, Ryzen launched. When did Ryzen launch? It was no, it, it was, was 2017. That's right. Yeah. So right. Ryzen had just been announced, and it was launching the same month that I started my channel. It launched in yeah. July 2017. Um. So, uh, so we think about even the changes from then about the 6700K and the 7700K being the be-all, end-all, high-performance skew um, on the consumer side of things for 300. Excuse me, for 380 bucks. Uh, for the CPU. Um, and you think the 980 Ti as the highest end consumer graphics card. Yeah. At a whopping $450. You know? And well, and then now, now we have something that's $50 more and 50 times the power of that. Uh, maybe not 50, but three easily. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. I'm just exaggerating. Right, but in, in some regard, it may as well be 50. Um, but uh, yeah, it, there's been a lot of, of horsepower that's come along in the last three years. And yeah. I mean, Steam is starting to, the average CPU core is starting to trend up towards six, towards six cores. The average CPU core. It used to be yeah. the average was four core, four thread. And now yeah. the average is six core, 12 thread. That's the average. <laughs> and that's happened oh, I, just I, in the last three years. Oh, I know. And then you look, it's so interesting now that uh, I'll go and buy PCs for you know my work and everything. I'm like, oh my gosh. I remember this used to be, this This is a decent computer. Right? This was like a top of the line. But then this I was like 900 bucks back in the day. Yeah, I can get it for 160. The, yeah, right. exactly. And I'm like, oh, this is, I mean, for browsing, it's still great. But I was like, oh my gosh. That's a steal. Let's, let's buy them all up, guys. You know, but then you go and look at, oh, let me, let me see at the new Ryzen. Oh, it's nowhere oh, near as why. good as, yeah, that's, that, I get it now. I like how Jeff is trying to control the hiccups. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much is in this beer? <laughs> but yes, the hiccups are a real thing. Um, but yeah, uh, I've actually thought about doing a video on strictly gaming and thinking about doing a top flight gaming PC versus a $200 gaming PC. And what is the difference? I mean, um, that, you know, that would be an issue. Now, a top flight, I would almost state you'd probably need a middle ground or, you know, something like that. I might do a middle ground too. That might be you, you might, fun you, to throw you, in there. You might need a 5, 599 PC in there. Yeah. You know, uh, or, or even compare it to you got your very low two you know one two it'd be probably about like what, 250 now 250 computer gaming pc versus uh, the 650 versus the no versus budget. the 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 no budget is just unlimited i can do whatever i want yeah and what is the gap you know is it really worth spending that extra okay i gotta double my budget am i going mm -hmm. to double the value mm -hmm. 
Now, now that middle one, how much of a big leap is that to the ultra? Will the standard gamer really care? Right. That's the thing. It, it, it is going to be because once you get to that ultra budget level, that's really, in my mind, it is more of just, you know, that's competitive gaming or I'm gaming all the time and I got I to gotta get that extra edge to where that early $200 one to that $600 one, a lot of people want to know that market, but I still want to know what the what, ultimate what the top is. is. Right. What exactly. is the top? Um, but no, uh, and again, this is me coming at it from a little bit different angle is I've always been at it from a consumer point. My end goal is to play games. Yeah. That's always been my end goal. And if the games play and if I'm happy with the way they play, I'm happy as a consumer. Yeah. Um, again, I, I've never lived life on the bleeding edge of, of gaming tech. Um, I've lived life on the, the edge of enterprise tech and Good God, there are some fast CPUs over there. But, um, but yeah, uh, in the Discord, uh, our uh, Real World Drive Subi says, uh, would it be all new hardware? $200 seems way too low to play anything made in the last 15 years. Go back in time and watch one of my most regrettable videos ever as far as like videography goes because I was still figuring out a new set and a new camera. And... Uh, so I'm sitting in like a chair on the corner of a desk and I'm just like sitting slouching the whole time. And the whole thing just looks terrible. But the content is really good because it was taking a a off the shelf, small form factor desktop PC with a, I think an i5-3570 and pairing it with a GT 1030. So $170 got you a gaming PC. Um, yeah, I actually built that PC for someone else. Right. And, and, uh, and I played GTA five at 80 frames per second Yeah, on a $180 PC with a GT 1030. Yeah. So no, it was a I, brand new card and a, and a used PC. Yeah. And, no, and those PCs are still for sale right now. I think, I think they're like $10 more, but you know, not, no, not the PCs cheap. are even cheaper. Now you can, you can get one of those SFF desktops for a hundred bucks. Even oh, really? cheaper if you can find them local. Yeah, uh, I, I was actually uh, at a local recycle yard uh, this last week looking for a small form factor PC because I was going to kind of revisit that video. Um, oh, well, I, was, I was talking like Amazon-esque. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, eBay, Amazon, they're all over the place. Uh, yeah. So, and even 4th yeah, and 5th no. gen Intel parts are starting to show up in, in those. Yeah. So, so but yeah. No, uh, it, it's, yeah, 200 bucks to like, it was like 180. You get a, a, a very good, very reasonable entry-level gaming PC. And it will still play almost every game. And and that was kind of my my the point that I wanted to make in the video is if all, if your end goal is just to play the games, you can play the games on almost anything. They they are so scalable these days. Um and and I've I've even thought about going back and doing like 20 years worth of PCs, going back to 2000 and then 2010 and then 2020. And showing that in 2000, the 2000 PC cannot even touch the games that were built in 2010. They're, they, in no way, shape, or form, could even dream of running those games. Yeah. However, the PCs built in 2010 can still play games in 2020. And 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 so, while amazingly enough, we've had all of this extra hardware that's been added on top of, and and all this extra performance that we've been getting over the last couple of years, especially. Um, the games themselves scale so well anymore 
that the PC that I built in 2009 with maybe a little bit of a graphics card adjustment, maybe jumping up to something a little more recent, like a 2013 graphics card. So an i7-920, four core, eight thread, uh, 2.66 gigahertz with 12 gigs of RAM. That can play Anything. any game today. Yeah. I mean, you're, yeah, you're talking, you know, you're lower settings, but you're still fine. You're playable, enjoyable, playable. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it is interesting. Um, I guess, well, that was kind of my point back uh, earlier on when I was trying to make with the uh, uh, 30 graphics cards of mm -hmm. now, would it be that maybe hand-me-down computers or dads looking to, like I said, I have, I have two dads right now uh, and their sons are bored with consoles and they're <laughs> stating that they wanted to, the entry, they want a PC. And so one of them, I, I built that particular PC, or I suggested that PC, and mm -hmm. they, I got forty bucks for building it. I popped in a <laughs> graphics card. Give me forty bucks. Right. <laughs> um, ta da! Ta da! <laughs> look at all the hard work I did. Oh, I got a whole story about that computer ended up happening. Well, you kind of know. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but but the yeah, it's a, it's a thirteen year old, a fourteen year old. He, he really enjoyed that. He was like, wow, this is great. I do wonder if possibly that might have been maybe 10%, 20% of, of, you know, their idea of, okay, now we're going to lower the graphics cards. So, you know, the used market so much now that a 1080 Ti, you know, something like that is going to be that $100, under $100. Oh, and that, all no, that, that's still going to be a... Uh... 250 300 easily you think card. so 300 bucks for a 1080 1080 ti right now you can get a 1080 for right around the 2 to 250 mark depending okay. on which model it is a 1080 but ti especially when these new cards launch and if the benchmarks pan out which i but but okay i have it so on good authority those benchmarks are going to pan out Okay. Yes, but 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 the someone was saying that they're already seeing now a, a twenty seventy uh, or a twenty eighty for two hundred bucks. Uh, I haven't seen that. I've seen a twenty eighty as low as as three ninety nine. Uh, someone um, was saying that they sell for two two fifty on the, on yeah. the chat when, when we were first talking about it. And, and may uh, and may have been, but uh, but no, a, a ten eighty Ti will still compete with a with a twenty eighty um, as far as performance goes, and so. 250, 300, maybe. Yeah. You know, right in well, that. Okay. But even so, they're, they're like a 1070, mm -hmm. uh, you know, something around that then. Uh, yeah, 1070s so dropped under $200 last year, and a 1070 is one hell of a graphics card. But um, again, yeah. But, but again, okay, we're talking, we're talking 499 for the latest consoles. Mm -hmm. We're talking, you know, uh, you can. Well, we get, don't know the price of the latest consoles. Okay. Yeah, we don't. But we're assuming 499, 599 around that price maybe even more possibly but uh you know two hundred dollars maybe even less on the market for these 1070s and you know the people that are like these 14 year olds that are like look yeah i do want the new consoles or like all my friends and all these youtubers are telling me they're starting to grow up and like i want a pc i want this gaming pc i want that gaming pc experience now, maybe with the launch of the new consoles, consoles might spike up a little bit, but once they teeter out, say, in like a year or so, are they are, are they playing the long game 
of like in the used market, will they get more uh, PC users in the long run now that prices will just continue to go down? Well, prices, you know, and- prices always go down. But again, I, I will stand by my point that you're not going to convert console users by driving the used price down. That, that doesn't convert console people. I, okay, I, I guess my, the, the only reason I stated that was, like I said, I had two people in my office within, mm-hmm. within two weeks state mm-hmm. me their kids are going away from consoles and wanted a PC. Right. And they're, they're wanting a PC, and I, I, well, I recommended to them, one of them, to wait. I said, wait till after the, the Christmas season, mm-hmm. prices will go down. And they yeah. said they didn't want to because of their birthdays. Um, and one's dropping $1,000. I was like on on the, his kid's first PC. Uh-huh. I was like that that's that's a decent setup, you know. You can get a Way good nicer car than all the PCs I had growing up. <laughs> exactly. Where the other one was like, give me give me what the the two hundred uh, you know what what can two hundred bucks get me you know type of a thing what two two forty in I think it was nineteen ninety seven. I built myself my first four eighty six. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. So, Mowing lawns all summer long. <laughs> yeah. So I back when you could go door to door and offer to mow someone's lawn and there wasn't, you know, 90 different companies in your area that offered the same service and did a better job. Yeah, that I guess that was my only thing. Even even like I said, my nephew, that is just a big he's a Fortniter. And but he's like, I he's wanting a PC. He's wanting Mm -hmm. a PC for his birthday. He's not Mm -hmm. one. And he has a switch. But he's like, I want a PC because that's where I see all my YouTubers. And he's like 12. He's just like. That's what I see YouTubers use. My boss's son uh, used to be a console guy and uh, an Xbox player. And once he started seeing that all of his YouTube guys, and he's like a 12-year-old, were on PCs for playing Fortnite. He's like, I have to be on a PC. It seems that if a child, if a kid gets on a game and that game is on console and PC, it seems to me that eventually they will find that it is better to be on a PC. All the video people on YouTube are just going to be better on a PC. I agree. Yeah. And, and actually a big chunk of this, I, I, I don't think Nvidia is any way involved in driving people towards PC. I believe Microsoft is the bigger driving force because they have opened up the game store to windows and, or to, to the console and, and, and yeah, the Xbox console and the PC. They are, the ones out there trumpeting um, cross-play compatibility and you buy it once and you own it in both platforms. And they they are doing so many good things for the community right now. Um, and good things just for the gaming community in general um, and, and being open and being welcoming and saying, if, if you want to come play games, come play games. Give us your 10, 12, $15 a month and play them wherever you want on whatever you want. And and yeah. quite honestly, that is that is such a breath of fresh air in the day and age where we're talking about, you know, oh, what other new gaming store am I going to have to download on my PC and what crappy launcher am I going to have to use to play whatever AAA title bought into an exclusivity agreement to, to this company. Yeah, like EA, all these other bull crap. Yeah, the, o- Origin, Ubisoft, Epic, Origin, you know. Yeah. Blizzard, go on and on and on about all the people who don't want to play in Steam sandbox, um, and 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 that is by far in a way they're right. They don't have to play in Steam sandbox, but at the same time, Steam isn't exactly asking the world to be able to 
you know sell on their platform no yeah uh, i mean i mean how many <laughs> how many uh uh you know low developers are, are on steam you know right how many low-end games are on Steam? So many, and you know, uh, and that's where you probably start off with, like, oh yes. I, so, Steam so I'll, I'll note for those in, games. I'll note for those in chat. Uh, they're they're saying John the PC builder hops in PCs. Uh, John builds other people PCs and then comes to me when he wants a PC for himself. No, 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 I, no, no. They're they're talking about Fortnite. Okay. For because because Steve so Steve <laughs> Steve joined the chat not too long ago and yeah. said he came in just to rip on me. Yep. And then Steve said that no, no, there's no nephew. It's it's just me. And I was like, oh yeah, shut up. I build like there's no other in Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, honestly, that uh, is true. Also, what Jeff said. <laughs> <laughs> he comes to me to get his own PCs. So I was like, hey, build me a PC. What's <laughs> up, man? So you know how I give up every other Wednesday for you? Yeah. What's up? I bet you yeah. toss a little cheddar my way. Here's, here's a beer, Jeff. <laughs> Let's make a video out of this. Let's make a collab video out of this, Jeff. Come the, on. The thing that sucks is is one time it's it's an it's an Avery barrel aged you know tweak. The next time it's a freaking pickle beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or but but you know I am I am thinking about. Uh, well, I will state so it was kind of stated earlier on. You know, bite my bits and everything. You know, if I do anything with it, it's probably going to be like distilled Bud Light Orange. So. At least you'll both get the worst of me. <laughs> but I do still have some of that distilled Budweiser. Steve had some the other day. He yeah. didn't enjoy it, but yeah, you know, there you go. I knew I respected Steve. It's not horrible. <laughs> I mean, it has John, its... I watched the video. You don't have to lie. It's not horrible. <laughs> it it has some interesting yeah, it will see it has some interesting qualities. Yeah. It has some interesting qualities. So I'll um I have to shoot another one soon. Yeah. I was actually supposed to shoot one yesterday and I didn't. I was too tired. Yep. Uh, we got one quick one more. Uh yep. it was an interesting since we don't really have any beer news. Uh this is a little bit of just uh, this isn't really tech. This isn't really it's, anything. This is Right. This is just a story. Um, story. So was this Sunday? Or no, this was, was this was Monday? Monday. Late late Monday. Late um, Monday. So late Monday, uh, an American Airlines flight, uh, flight 1997, uh, radioed into the tower and said, "I quote, uh, Tower American 1997, we just passed a guy in a jetpack." <laughs> American 1997. Okay, thank you. Were they on your left or right side? Off to the left, maybe 300 yards, about our altitude. <laughs> pilot responds, yes. Right, the pilot responds. Moments later, uh, a JetBlue Airways uh, pilot also radios the LA International Tower and says, we just saw a guy pass us by in a jetpack. <laughs> so the FBI has opened an official investigation in cooperation with the FAA to find out who the hell is flying over LA International. <laughs> Uh, in a jetpack. Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna. The, I was gonna go more Rocketeer. Oh yeah, no, there was Rocketeer too. Yeah. Well, I, there's no Rocketeer song to hum. Yeah. So no. it, it's um, been way too long since I've seen it. So. 
Yeah, I know. Well, they had this, someone posted this. I think it was uh, it was uh, Epos Box. I think posted this on Twitter. And uh, yeah, I did the rocket. There's a scene in Rocket Man where like he salutes the army and then hit hits his uh, jetpack switch and falls. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, that that's that's the gift I'm gonna post. <laughs> yeah. Someone is making uh, Iron Man prank, maybe North Korea. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, but. Within within minutes of each other, two pilots reported seeing a jetpack buzzed by them at LAX. Well, actually, yeah, and uh, this was revised today. Yeah. Uh, and there was a third. Yeah, there was that, a third pilot who reported hearing the chatter as well. Yeah, uh, no, who reported uh, seeing the guy. Or reported seeing it, okay. Yeah, so there were, so there were three confirmed cases. Um, yeah. Now, this was, I believe, during takeoff, so this isn't like... Oh, oh this know, was Sunday. Uh, f- final approach at 6.35 p.m. Sunday. So this was on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So so this is uh, still not super high altitude, but high enough. And, <laughs> and, and jetpacks that are modern day have been known to reach I'm, that height. Hold on, I'm going to give Blake credit here. Come on, guys, it's just CJ using cheat codes. <laughs> Bravo, bravo. Um, so yeah, if you are in the Los Angeles area, maybe look towards the skies and see if there's a uh, jet flying, flying around. around. Yeah, who knows? So uh, I don't know if you watched any of uh, Savage Builds, uh, the Adam Savage uh, Discovery reboot, where he was basically just building really cool crap. Um, he made a replica Iron Man suit with a three with a three D printed metal. Iron Man full cosplay setup, but they also set him up with a jetpack uh, so he could fly around as Iron Man. Oh, I did not see. I I saw. I think it was. So I saw he did a katana build of the Kill Bill, and then I think he did like these. Yeah, that was untested. No, that this was yeah. actually a Discovery show. It, it was ten episodes of a Discovery show that they tried. Well, now, tried now was launching. that the one where he had like jetpacks on his hands? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. I saw that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it was like it was two two micro jets on each hand and it yeah, took there, were, a while. there were two jets down the side of each hand and then a and then a large jet pack as well. Yeah. yeah. And so uh he got it. I mean he wasn't like high up there, but he was well, they look looked like two feet off the ground and, and oh, he was fifteen, twenty feet off the ground at one point. Was it? Uh, yeah. okay. I only, I, I they they had they had him tethered and bungeed and, oh, yeah. and whatnot, okay. but he he I, lifted I thought, off like, quite a test. bit. But no, there was uh, the guy who owns the jetpack uh, and loaned it to Adam and taught him how to fly. Uh, came flying into the studio on the jetpack. It was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, there was um, actually. Did you see? Was it China or wherever they had a, um, a flying car or flying motorcycle? Uh, uh, Japan did a single seater. Yeah. Uh, Flying, flying vehicle of some flying kind. Vehicle of some kind, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and it aimed at the commercial use, not the obviously not the very first one ever done. Right. It's been done since the eighties, I think. Yeah. But uh, it was still pretty cool. I don't know if you saw that. It was, it was an interesting flight. Yeah, I, I did see that story pop up. I didn't see the video, but but yeah, I, I did uh, glance at the story for a minute. Yeah, I mean, he guy was just in a warehouse, and it was like, oh, you guys doing a couple lots really loud, but. You know, right. also warehouse, but yeah, I was like, ah, oh, 
Okay, designed to be that the everyday consumer could drive this with the uh, AI and the gyros basically taking over 99% of everything. Right, and yeah, you giving it general direction and it handling navigation. Uh, yeah. Um, so. Must sound about like my garage does right now with the air Probably. conditioner and blower in it right now. <laughs> uh, I, wanted, I wanted to, and I couldn't get home in time, but I wanted to, when you're posting your, your, your rack and your cooler, and then uh, I was going to fill mine. I was like, check out my racks and cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> they cost about the same, ironically enough. <laughs> and I was like, man, I should just put a, I should just go and like take two shelves out and be like, put a PC in there. Like, Jeff, look at my server build. This so was way easier. easier. Way right. easier. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got racks. I got cooling. What's your problem? <laughs> yeah. Yep. But no, uh, so I'm I'm running my air-conditioned rack through test runs for the next couple of days using different exhaust methods. Um, today was exhausting directly into the garage because someone wanted to see what that would do. Um, it did well. It did actually really well. There was an 18-degree differential uh, between ambient temp and what the servers were actually taking in. Um, well, wouldn't that, though, like, say on a really hot day... The Just problem, me. hold on. The okay. problem is that the exhaust from the air conditioner and the servers all heated up the garage more than the outside. And yeah. so we got to 94 degrees today. It was 101 in my garage. That's, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's so someone says, why didn't he just blow it back into the garage? And, and you're already cooling that air, and then it'll just suck it back in and cool it even more. That's not how thermodynamics work. Well, you that's need... essentially that. Yeah, because that, that's right. how my fridge is doing it. Right. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. Uh, so but I did end up with an 18 degree differential, which puts my servers back into the safe zone, which is totally mission accomplished. Um, but uh, so I'm certainly not zone. done. So the yeah. the next step is to get the exhaust out of the garage, and then the final step is to exhaust the server outlet as well as the AC out of the garage and see which of the three is the better combination. So that's the next video. Yeah. Coming uh, soon. How, how many of John's brothers did it take to haul his fridge? I think just two, right? No, one. One, just Steve? One, just Steve. Well, this this one has uh, casters. Oh, nice. So it's uh, and it's um uh bottom heavy where my last one was top heavy yeah so e everything was just so much easier this time nice um uh yeah no this one has our casters just a gift from god oh my gosh it's so nice and these are nice big heavy duty ones so i was able to put it on even my driveway where it was like you know kind of semi -rough. right you know it's like oh this rolls so great i mean well, steve and i were just like this is like butter compared to the last one. Well, you watched me with my my server rack putting the panels on it. I was one-handing that server in my driveway, and my driveway is not smooth. Yeah. And uh, right, it, same thing. So my server rack is fully loaded now. I can still move it with one hand if if yeah, the no. wheels are down. And it has I, I, it has legs that you can extend down and and put it onto legs and balance it. But if I need to move that thing, it's just undo the four bolts, and all of a sudden it's on casters, and I can haul the entire forty-two U wherever I want it. Oh yeah, no, my, my beer or my fridge is now full of beer. I did it all, finished it finally last night. Yeah. I can still just eh, I need to get back to the panel. Right. It's one one handed. Yeah. It's so nice. Oh it's so nice. 
Uh, Skull wants to know when the new marquee is coming in for your fridge. So I do know a guy with a vinyl cutter if you want, if you need oh, graphics. No. I, I got graphics. I you got, got graphics, so, okay. I, well, I have the ability to get them for me. My company does this. Actually, they yeah. told me like, oh yeah, we have a, we, we do this for so many other companies. So I have to get a design. Yeah. Now, uh, Malbeth and a couple other people said they wanted to submit designs for me. And so if, if anyone on the... If anyone on the Discord would like to submit designs, I am open to seeing them. So, uh, and the fact that I might even be able to do two because, or if I get a couple, it's just plexiglass and it's not super big. Um, if anyone wants dimensions, I can do that. But you have to join Jeff's Discord to get that opportunity. And to do that is a minimum of at least $1. The link for that Discord is in the description in this video below so go ahead and click that and join the discord and while you're there giving me designs there are so many other channels in there there's just the regular chat there's a specific talking heads chat era there is a food and beverage chat there is a let's just throw some memes out there meme wars area funny stuff there's a music there is a tv cars. and movie cars there's a build we're doing live tutorials now uh we have other patrons not even us other patreons are giving live tutorials of like soldering classes and other type of classes um trade and sales networking all specific channels you kind of have to know a little bit of star trek to get it but Descriptions on every channel, so you'll know a little bit of navigation. Just click on Might every. Might be a channel. little bit of a theme going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just click every channel, and then there's a description of what everything is. But it's so easy. It's one of the best discords you'll ever be. The most interactive. It's constantly growing. Way better than any other YouTube tech Discord channels, especially ones that drink Bud Light or Bud Light Orange. Way better than theirs. Screw those guys. Screw those guys. All they do is just videos on like, hey, guys, I'm redoing my garage. This is how we put up drywall. That's not right. tech. You know? Here's the wrong way to put up drywall and install insulation. You, exactly. You know. It's, Whereas you it, come to my channel and you find out the wrong way to duct a an air conditioner built into your rack. So, But at least that's, you know, into your rack, not right. your actual wall. Right. It's like, here's drywall and Plex. Mine that, did not affect my home value at all. Yeah. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> so do that anyway yeah links down in the description also go over and check out john's channel at hops and brews follow him on twitter uh get a hold of him on youtube subscribe whatever the thing is uh, go watch his videos it's good stuff if you like the beer content on the show uh, you'll find that and more over on john's channel uh definitely join the discord great community ever growing over there uh lots and lots of fun you'll get behind the scenes access to myself uh you'll see upcoming builds you can ask questions you can get advice you can show off your build you can do whatever you want it's uh it's a great time um john anything else to plug anything uh, else going on <laughs> someone said uh, on the chat jeff has a nice rack and i i, I want to petition a v-neck for your rack <laughs> uh well it's got the cloud led on it what more do you want uh by the way I, I uh someone on reddit posted that they bought that cloud led marquee for their their home server rack and i went i have to have one of those so i spent 11 dollars on that this week and it's one oh. of the best 11 dollar purchases i've ever made because it looks amazing on there 
I, I saw the I saw the Reddit post and went, I'm buying one. <laughs> I'm buying one. I'm getting that. That's that, that's a good post. Yeah. I'll do yeah. So credit where credit's due. I found it on yep. Reddit. But anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us for episode 148 here on Talking Heads. You're a once week live show for the latest in beer and tech news. Join us every night every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Pacific time. And uh as always, we'll see you next week. Hey guys. Remember uh, Wolf? Yep, see you guys. Bye. Bye.